This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Welcome to episode 132 of the podcast here, a production of the Galactic Network. For more on this podcast, including show notes, contact information, and subscription links, go to gncast.com slash pot. It's kind of sad. I didn't need to read it that time, although after I guess doing this 130 fucking two times, plus some, it's to be expected. Um, yeah, this is, uh, we're not quite back from break. I think that's still going to be like the middle of September um later on you'll notice that i mentioned how i pointed that out without telling Corey because i had an original intro recorded and i deleted it because i'm not smart so this is re-record um but yeah so we'll be back probably middle of september this is just our three-year anniversary show which was gonna be out the day of the third year anniversary of our original uh, episode release date uh with me and grant hill talking about Evil Speak, I think was the name of the movie. I could totally look it up, but I'm lazy. Uh, yeah, so uh, this will be out uh, August 11th, unless you saw the video when we recorded it live. Um, we're going to be bringing Corey and uh, Erica Gwynn from the Apex and the Abyss on here shortly. Uh, we're going to be talking about The Collector, although now that I know how that whole thing panned out, if you're here to listen about uh, The Collector probably go somewhere else because you're not going to get a whole lot of it uh before we go ahead and get into the recording with them just want to point out these uh fucking these studio headphones that i got um they were kind enough to send us a pair so i could check them out uh, i've been using it for about two months now i uh, use them to mow the lawn um general listening around the house uh doing yard work and shit outside right i don't want to carry a speaker um i have not taken them to the gym just because i don't like over the head um headphones for that i prefer in-ears um but these are they're pretty fucking nice i've used them uh, practicing on my electronic drum set too not on my acoustic one um decent job at uh blocking out outside sounds not 100 percent soundproofing but i didn't expect that going into it um sound quality is pretty good i mean they're not going to cost you an arm and a leg so if you're looking for something middle of the road price um that's uh, the battery life's insane too which is a big thing for me so if you like long battery life uh good sound and uh decent um area sound canceling i recommend checking them out uh i have the studio regents in black black like my soul head over to their website use uh, coupon code terror for 15 percent off your order um that's how they know that you came from us so that makes us look good helps them out that's a win-win-win uh not the pen ultimate win-win-win-win as per michael scott but enough of my rambling let's go ahead and get into it it's, it's 132 the prostate. yeah i'm in i'm in it I'm in it, Corey. I deleted it. Uh, fuck. Fuck. Sabotage. So I didn't... Um, 
file is in owner's trash. You will soon permanently lose access to this file. For continued access, please make a copy. Are you... I'm there's there's two. I have two, a recovered one and a normal one. Right. Send me what you're using. Uh, you bitch. That hey. is straight up lying to your face, Corey. Hey, why lubricant? Unslacked it it to you. Jesus. He's not here. I wish he was. <laughs> Did you um break your no your no boozy booze for this? No. Still drinking water. Um, I have water too. I just also have. Beer. Actually, I don't. I don't have any booze in the house because I actually looked through. I was like, oh, maybe I'll drink. Have a drink while I'm talking to this because I need a drink when I talk to you. <laughs> I need a drink to deal with him. All I had was um my mother-in-law. I stole it from vacation accidentally. It was like one of her Sutter Homes wine mini bottle things. I was like, eh, I don't really feel like that. So I'm just sticking is, with water. Is wine in a can a thing by you now? I've seen like advertisements for it. I haven't actually like seen it. I was at the liquor store. Shocker, I know. And they had like dollar wine cans. And they're like, one can equals two glasses. And my buddy's like, well, how big is the glass? Like, if you a whole bottle could be a glass. Yeah. If you just drink it out of the bottle. If you try hard enough, yeah. <laughs> my mom said something. And I'm like, and she's like, well, I'm not going to be able to do it. So now with that fucking attitude, and she just stared at me. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I already need a drink. I regret this already. I brought a pumpkin beer because it's tis the season to be a white girl. It's not even close to being pumpkin flavored everything bullshit time. No, I think uh, <laughs> there is never not a time for pumpkin everything in my life. Uh, I think a couple of the breweries tried to get them out early to try and beat the rush. It's just going to be all year round anymore because everybody's like, oh, pumpkin flavored. I can't stand it. it it's kind of like when... Charlie Brown Christmas first came out on VHS. It, it was like you used to have to wait for the the two weeks before Christmas before they start playing the Charlie Brown shit or the Rudolph stuff and everything. And it was special. You know, mm. it it was an occasion. And then it became like, oh, you can buy this on, on a VHS tape or you can get this on DVD now. And all specialness went away from it. True. And, and fucking Christmas decorations go up the day after Halloween. If that, it, you sometimes even sooner. Like the whole thing of of the reasons to have and enjoy these holidays is to just like, oh, it's a special time each year. It's not a special time each year. It's a fucking nine month period each year. Now, real quick, I'm a millennial. So what is a VHS? Um, I can't tell you're serious. Okay. I'm, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I think you had a pretty serious look on your face. Now, I, I don't know. I know, Corey, you're not into like music a ton. I don't know if you are, Erica, but mm -hmm. like cassette tapes are making a comeback, which are is they? really strange. Yeah, it's very strange. Like, I oh, understand vinyl. Sweetie, I'm into music, but what you always try to play for me <laughs> does not qualify. I was wearing a shirt for your band the other day, and they're like, oh, that's a pretty cool shirt. What is that? I said, oh, it's, it's my best friend's band. They're like, oh, what kind of music is it? I said, I can't really tell you that it is. <laughs> it's just. Oh, man. Oh, speaking of music, Matt, yeah. uh, I was, uh, my, me and my daughter were eating dinner the other night and I was like, she takes forever to eat. So I'm like done a half hour before she Typical is a woman. Yeah, whatever. So I'm perusing <laughs> Facebook and I see like you posted a video of you playing drums. I think it was yesterday or the day before it was like some, like you hashtag yeah, had... new drowning lifeguard, whatever. <laughs> Finish your story and I'll, I will correct everything you just said. That's wrong. 
Thank you. Um, and my daughter literally started listening to it and headbanging. I was like, that a girl. That a girl. I was really proud. And it was a good song. Knock the sound out of her ear holes. She was doing everything she could to make the noise drop out of her consciousness. She's seizing. <laughs> I don't know. I do not hope your daughter has a fan for my season. daughter. She got SIDS. What the fuck? <laughs> no, our, our singer posted it on our on our band Facebook, and it was new Drown the Lifeguard because it was a new song we're working on. I liked it. It sounded good so far. Thank you. And he also uh, kept saying grinding on a Saturday. So that was yeah. his other hashtag. It, it, he, um, it was hot as fuck. We were talking earlier. Now, Corey, you, you don't. It's always hot where you live, but it, it's been very hot and unbearable here. Um, and he turned the air conditioning on after we all got in his basement, so it looked like I went swimming for two hours. It was so fucking gross. And then I have a two and a half hour drive home, so I just sat in wet clothes. Oh shit! That's how far you have to go for band practice. One hundred and thirty-two miles each direction. <laughs> God, you are dedicated to your fucking craft. Well, the thing is, is um, I've been playing with the same guys for almost 12 years now. So it's not that, like, we're not trying to be famous. It's very part-time. Yeah. We're just doing it for fun, and it's just really, like, one of the guys, him and I, first played in a band together when we were seniors in high school. Okay. We played, we played sixth grade tackle football together. There's a picture of us floating around on the internet. Precious. We've been together for two years, two and a half years this band oh oh like, i see what you did there no i've been tapping debt booty for a long time <laughs> fucking yeah um so it's it's definitely it's more because of the, the guys it's not oh there you go that's all that matters yeah and most of them have kids only two of us don't i one of us does not have a wife sometimes i'm jealous of ken's life so, so one oh person in the band is happy I know, I know. We always make fun of him because it's like, what do you, what do you really have going on? Like he rents, so it's not like he has to mow his lawn or fix anything. Just fucking plays video games. He has two TVs in his living room. He has one to watch and one to play video games on, so he can Smart. lay on his couch and play video games with the TV on. I'm like, I yeah. want that. That Aaron sits there and plays on her laptop and and plays The Sims while watching TV. It, it's not really any different or when you're watching tv and you're playing on your phone true it, it, yeah. a second experience is is realistic now it's just having two screen big screens um that's planning ahead because my eyes are starting to go no that's a good i mean i have a tv mounted on the wall next to me and i moved my playstation in here so i was playing playstation with the tv on because i'm american oh jesus <laughs> I should have been like making bacon at the same time. Wait, what were you playing? That that's a real uh the Call Atari of Duty. Dynasty. The Call of Duty beta. Oh, all right. Because I wasn't sure if it like the I bought World War II for Xbox and it was it was really bad. And they're like, Well, if you pre-order it, you can play the beta. And uh you don't get charged until it ships from Amazon. So it's like, well, I'll just see if it's any good. There you go. That's just being that's just a cost savings tactic. Mm-hmm. Or cheap, you know, whatever you want to call it. Whoa, I will buy four copies and flush three down the toilet just to spite you. There you go. Go for it. <laughs> Fuck you. <sighs> your money. Good to see you're still an asshole. Always. Uh, I guess if you're listening to this and you don't know that douchebag's voice, that's Erica from the Apex and the Abyss. Hello. Uh, we haven't gone long enough. You might want to introduce our douchebag voices too. <laughs> uh, no. I was thinking this morning, and I'm like, I don't know how to podcast anymore. No. I drank it away. 
No, you were drinking it away while we were doing it. That, that's the problem. I is like, we probably am. had too sober a life while we were gone, and uh, oh. you've got to get that fucking muscle memory back. Trust me, trust me, baby. I never went away. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> what muscle are we talking about? My love muscle. Ew. My thunder muscle. Oh, I thought it was like an anal breach thing. <sighs> like a like a whale. <laughs> Yeah, no, like in the the butthole. The butthole. Hmm. Uh, it was the Elvis song, right? The butthole. Oh my God! Speaking of Elvis, um, a I really want to try the fool's gold loaf, but I just like want one bite. What? what that sandwich. About? The sand. You are you serious? You've never heard of a fool's gold loaf? No, the I have a sandwich that that. Oh my God! <laughs> I hate you so much. So this is a sandwich that Elvis like all of a sudden one night was like I want it and flew his private jet to Denver. Just to get it, it's like a, it's, so. It's a loaf of French bread, and you hollow it out. Okay. It's one jar of peanut butter, one yeah. jar of jelly, and a pound of bacon in the middle. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just want a bite. Well, I, I always Don't knew that whole sandwich that he was the fried uh, peanut butter and banana sandwiches with bacon. Yeah. Those are good. Those really? Are, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, I've been eating peanut butter burgers not all the time, but more than anybody my age should. And uh, and those themselves are righteous, but yeah, just just try it once. Just do a, a fried, like a like a grilled cheese, except have peanut butter and bacon and bananas in there, and it's uh, it's kind of wonderful. It's probably yeah, it's probably not bad. Our friend over at uh, Statusphere merch, Brad, we went I went to Wahlburgers with him out in Minneapolis, and uh, he literally he goes, all I want is bun, meat, peanut butter, bun. And the lady next to him just goes, you just ordered a, a burger with peanut butter on it? And he goes, yes, it's delicious. And she just turned around. <laughs> like, I've never eaten it, but it's also nothing. It doesn't sound good to me. No. But I also, I also recently ate uh, sweet corn and chicken on a pizza. Huh. Which is apparently is a big thing in England. That doesn't sound as weird, though. Um, No. But I never really thought of putting corn on a pizza. It's fucking amazing. Like we, I played soccer last week, and a, an English guy on our team brought a can of sweet corn to the pizza place so they could make it for him. This is but really there... weird that we're talking about this because I was over at my in-laws for dinner earlier, and I walk into the kitchen, and my brother-in-law is like 18 years old, and he just eats everything, and he's making a peanut butter sandwich with turkey and cheese. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Did you say a peanut butter, turkey, and cheese sandwich? Yes. Ah, uh, see, that doesn't sound good to me. Neither does the shit that you were just talking about. Whoa, 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 whoa! I have not eaten a fool's gold loaf. I just said I want to bite it. Mm, I don't know. The same diff. But the sweet and the salty. Oh, God, what do you know? You're like fucking rail thin. Yeah, that's just genetics. I can't control that. I want those. Yeah, yeah exactly. Trust me, you don't. Like, honestly, I don't want, like, a little violin played for me, but it's so annoying because everyone thinks you're anorexic, and they're like, oh, just eat a couple burgers. You'll be okay. You know how many oh, times I've heard that in my life? Oh, 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 I didn't say that. I was just giving you shit for Trigger. being naturally skinny. Yeah, I don't know. That's, um, I'm, I'm, yeah. People I, I guess. pinch you. They pinch my sides. Like, it's uncomfortable. Oh. Weird. See, people don't pinch me because they know I could just destroy them. Yeah, but it's just, ugh. People don't pinch me because the purse starts to wiggle and then it builds up inertia and then all of a sudden everything in the room starts shaking around. And That's kind of like a superpower, though. 
it feels like a superpower um, when I fart. <laughs> what the fuck? We have gone so <laughs> off the rails. Eh. Were uh-huh. we ever were we ever on them? No. Thankfully. And there was a handful of shows before we took a break where Corey and I would just talk about fast food. So Yeah. It it, it, it in the in the series where it's like horror movies aren't scary enough. You know what's scary? Arby's. <laughs> Dude. It's <laughs> a real nightmare. So I actually I think Arby's roast beef is really good. Oh, I love Arby's um, roast. Just and it, we, I went into one once for some reason. I was on the uh, Ken and I were going to practice. What's that? Did you like have some existential moment where you entered the sandwich? I was inside the roast beef sandwich. We were one, but I saw the guy like pull a loaf of roast beef out and just like drop it on the slicer, and it like wiggled and jiggled. Mm. It was very strange. And then I ate the shit out of a bunch of it. That's that's right. <laughs> And then did did something to the shit out of you? Um, I probably sweat roast beef and horsey sauce at practice, which is not oh. the worst. I think horseradish sauce is amazing. I'm not big on the horsey sauce. There was one sandwich. I think it might have been the super or something like that. You had to get that had the sweet sauce on it, which I eventually learned was just like oh, cat thing. It was beautiful. Yeah. And so I would just order the regular ones, and then I'd come home and I'd put some some Catalina dressing on there. Ooh, Catalina oh, I, wine mixer. I had that on my salad earlier. Fucking Catalina wine mixer. I've been really into French dressing lately. Delicious. Same thing. You know, it's just a, a little variant off of the French. I always forget how much I love salads until I try to be less fat and I eat more salads. <laughs> we we do that. We'll get in the, the salad mode for a little while and then it just like the roughage will tear you a new one. <laughs> That's why you kind of always, like, I ate a shitload of broccoli today, and I have a feeling a storm's a-coming. Exactly. It's like, hey, I've seen that thing where they they give somebody a tracheotomy with a pen. Can I do that for a colostomy bag? (laughs) I feel like the wear and tear I'm going to put in my butthole is going to, it's just going to break it. It's just going (laughs) to take it off at the bottom of the torso, and I'm going to be looking like Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, I'm just all around in someone else's midsection to have a life. That is such crazy, amazing, <laughs> wonderful imagery that I really just want to commission your wife to just paint that. My wife would paint that. I love it. I'm sad. I don't see any of your wife's artwork behind you like I normally do. We've been trying to clean up the house and stuff. And so uh, the office, you'll, you'll probably never see it, but the floor is actually viewable now. Oh, and uh, Yeah. And so I'm just kind of like, figuring out what I want to put up because she's got a lot of artwork that I'd like to to switch in once in a while. Mm-hmm. But that zombie painting has become sort of a staple. Yeah. For me. I love her shit, man. It's so good. She makes me happy. Well, that's good. I would hope so. It's a lot of dicks, though. So what I'm hearing is you love dicks. I love that she loves dicks. I mean, if she didn't Which... love dicks, there would be an issue with, you know, you guys getting together. There's a whole, you know... Oh no! The 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 official rule was that if your significant other has been with more people of the same sex than you have been of that sex, that they are automatically gay. Uh, so suffice it to say, my wife is a lesbian. Oh, but it, it's more about my low numbers than it is her high numbers. Still good for her, man. Huh. And though she is with, because she's amazing all around. 
I think Matt's mind was just blown. <laughs> just fucking... I, I think he's also trying to do the math problem that you started with. It's yeah, like exactly. if, if train A leaves at 70 miles per hour and train B, and he's just... I have this many apples. How much Very dick confused. stuck? Uh, he's trying to do math and he's trying to not prairie dog broccoli right now. So it's just, there's like so much going on. I don't I mean, think he knows what to do. Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think and squeeze my cheeks at the same broccoli. time. Makes me think of those those games at the Chuck E. Cheese where you bang the head of the gopher that pops out. Oh <laughs> no! Whack a mole. Yeah. It's whack a floret with my ass. <laughs> whack a floret. That's amazing. <laughs> that was good. Uh, thanks. I don't know what to say. Uh, your doctor has said that you're you're impacted, but you also have a nice wedge salad going. <laughs> Is that Catalina dressing? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't understand a wedge salad. Like wedge salads usually occur on a very high-end restaurant menu. And they're and like, here's a quarter of a fucking head of lettuce. Yeah. Cut it up. And it's $40. If, if they're doing it the right way, they will um, sort of wilt the lettuce and, and probably put some oil onto it. And uh, when they put it in the pan put some Parmesan cheese on it. So the Parmesan cheese kind of melts into the lettuce a little bit and then do all the rest of the decorative. Mm. But it is basically, we just had a head of fucking lettuce and you get a quarter of it and uh, mix the vegetables as you want. There you go. When you talked about the cheese melting, I got turned on. Of course you did. Turned on. I have a feeling I'm going to be on some dickhead's Instagram. She's taking a fucking picture. Calm down. <laughs> It's a Snapchat. Oh, even Relax. better. Uh, so do you want to talk about what you do on your podcast? Is it Me? ever coming back? It is going to come back. Okay. I'm just so busy right now. It's I should put my phone down while I'm talking. No, because I it literally pornography oh. the whole time. Wow. And I don't think you're lying because I definitely... So, and that's the thing. This is my buddy Dan's girlfriend. <laughs> like I saw very... a chick real quick. I'm like, he's yeah. definitely looking at porn while he's talking to no, us. Which I think she's we just should stop attractive. everything and have a little bit of an intervention because that's a little excessive if you can't wait two seconds without seeing some tits. But he's looking at porn of his friends, which is it's her way weirder. Like, my friends used to try to loan out their porn and... Like I, I don't want to, I don't want to harsh anybody for what you're into. That, that's exactly it. You be into what you're into, but don't share it with me. Like, what do you think that I'm gonna get out of porn? E even just in general, porn's like not my thing. But what do you think is gonna happen when I now watch this porn? Am I gonna get any enjoyment? No, I'm gonna think. Well, this is where these guys. Looking... Why is this part of the tape all all weird? And like, what is it? it or uh, because this is where they always stop. That means that they just had their come moment three seconds before this, and in their subconscious, <laughs> like pause. They're like, oh, I'm gonna come back to this later. No, don't show me that, man. I think Corey was just triggered. I think so too. Don't talk about porn with Corey. Don't talk about being skinny with me, Matt. What is your trigger? I don't know the, the state of our country. <laughs> I don't. I can't even get into that, man. Honestly. Oh no, I totally don't want to. I was, I'm just saying. Off topic. Fuck. Um. Yeah. Whatever. A lot of people like. I. I. It sucks for different people. But mm -hmm. what that boils down to is, I am a white male in my 30s, 
you're fucking fine. And that's the thing. I'm fully employed. I have nothing to worry about. And it's hard for me. Like our uh, uh, past guest, Annie Chang, lives out in L.A. She's an actress. And uh, some of the shit that I see that she has to deal with. And it's like, I don't know what that's like. I can't sympathize. Oh, yeah. And I feel terrible because I I have no horse in that race. You can sympathize. uh, You can empathize. But you can't relate. Yes. Thank you. That's it. I'm just dumb and I can't do words good. Right. If, if you are a person who looks at the state of the world and it's it's not about everything works to my benefit, I recognize that a lot of things work to my benefit. Um, but that's not the world that I want to live in. Right. I want to live in a world where where we all are on a kind of equal ground or as much as possible um, with with equal opportunities and equal responsibilities mm-hmm. and, and just try to make things better for each other. I, I feel that that is... Like I know I'm, I get the advantages, and so it's easier for me to think outside of that box for myself too. Is because I don't have to concentrate on making my life that much better. I, I struggle in the way that I struggle, but it's not like other people do, and it's certainly not the amount that a lot of people do. True. But- I will tell you guys though that I am literally living for these videos that come out of these asshole racists, and then like two days later their whole lives are destroyed because they lose their job. They lose their friends. They're completely outed as humans, like as these garbage humans, rather. I'm living for that right now because I love social justice. Like that um, one lawyer in New York, Aaron Schlossberg. Oh, yeah. He fucking lost everything. I think he's still in hiding. I'm like, excellent. I loved it. Living for it. I'm sorry, Corey, I cut you off. No, no, That that's the thing is I, I feel, I feel kind of elated when that happens, but I also feel like, at some point, the laws are going to have to come into place and say, what can you really fire somebody for when it doesn't have anything to do with their job? If they're not doing something that represents their work, mm. are you going to be able to say, okay, you don't get to work here anymore? And and sometimes it's like the James Gunn thing. It's something that was said 10 years ago. It, it's, it's being brought up because of a political movement and like, there, there's no chance for growth because Twitter doesn't have a fucking care about it was 10 years ago and you might have gotten to become a better person. Mm-hmm. And I'm as outlandish shit on on this show, but also in, in just my life. Sometimes I like to make raunch, raunchy jokes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and I, I do it in the idea that people know that I'm not serious, that I am a good person who delights in making people feel like where the fuck did that come from from this guy yeah and and so it's not just that it worries me or that i'm scared for myself it's that i i enjoy other raunchy comedians i like anthony jesselneck i i like people who have done things that have challenged the establishment if you go back to um george carlin if you go back to lenny bruce mm-hmm. these are I found most funny because they they made things that were not about being safe. Yeah. And, and sometimes those ideas were what were challenging. And sometimes it was just the the horrible, horrible things that they would say. Mm. And, and some people are going to find some of that funny and some of them are going to find it disabled. And I, I totally get that. And, and I believe people are allowed to enjoy the things they enjoy and to turn away from the stuff that they don't enjoy or say, well, that seems kind of gross and out of line but it's it's still weird that in a country that has presented itself as things like freedom of speech 
and and freedom of expression and ideas and stuff would push so hard against people for the things that they say. On the other hand, things that are not acceptable to me at all are blatant racism, sexism. And so I don't feel bad when Roseanne loses her job. No. <laughs> still believing these things that she's saying. Did you, know, you see that crazy video she posted recently? Like, I try not to look. <laughs> I unintentionally saw it because, you know, it's on Facebook or whatever. And I'm just like, she is absolutely off her rails. And that's that's part of it, too, is that she is off her rails. And what happens if a court decides that she's got a insanity plea so she shouldn't get fired from her job because she's insane? It, it's, it's, a, it's a moment that I think is unfortunately going to come up. Mm -hmm. uh, rather than later. And I don't know how the courts are going to really decide that. But we've got a president who is doing this all the time. That's all he does is he tears people up on his fucking Twitter and is like, but it's just locker room talk when he feels like he has to apologize for it, which you'll never do. He'll never actually say he's sorry. Oh, yeah. But he'll just use the excuse of, oh, you're just not listening and it's fake news and everything. And it's like, dude, I then you can't you can't point to somebody else and say that this person should be fired. Um, you can't defend Rosie O'Donnell and then point at James Gunn and say that he doesn't get the same protection. I, I just, it, it's, it's bothering me. And I kind of wonder what our values are at this point. I, I get that our values are not to defend people who make jokes about incest about uh molestation of children and everything on the other hand that is kind of our values is that we do protect people from, from the fact that they say those things they're allowed to say those things they just can't act on those things yeah and we've protected plenty of people who've acted on those things so kind of fuck us you know yeah i think i just read something earlier that i'm sure will be labeled as fake news by you know fox news but um it was like 15 to 20 recent politicians that like made it on ballots, like had some sort of like sexual offense and like uh, predatory like charge against them or nature. And they're, they're on a ballot. Everything's a okay. I'm like, are you shitting me right now? Yeah. These the amount of uh, child marriage laws oh, they're the... out there. It... Like, I don't know, man. I... It's disgusting. I think I like, I get more incited just because like I now have a daughter and I right. think I'm trying to think of like the world she's going to grow up in. And it's just like, I hope, I just hope it gets better. I don't look at people as like, you're a Democrat, you're a Republican, you're a this or that. I'm like, are you a good fucking person? Like, is right. that, all, is that what you are? I don't care about anything else. Are you a good person? Excellent. Yeah. When you walk that out of your garbage. house, you try to harm people when you're in your house and you think you're protected by the internet. Do you try to harm people? then I don't want anything to fucking do with you. You're a fucking troll. You're inhumane. You're disgusting. And I really wouldn't mind if you just curled into a fucking ball and died. But... I don't think you should talk about Matt that way. Uh, I don't talk about him so much as I paint pretty pictures. <laughs> I'm used to it. But I, I, will, I will broccoli shit on all of your pillows. We 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 watch we watch and talk about horror movies, True. and 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 it's just some of the most disgusting stuff you can find, True. and we do it for pleasure, and to enlighten other 
people with our commentary. Moral so, of the story. Hum humans are fucking weird. Smoke crack and worship Satan, everyone. Mm. That's true. I actually don't do either of those things. So, Corey, finally, now that you shut up, uh, Beat says that you should put that disclaimer before STFU, which leads me to the question, is that show still happening? Uh, so we went on a break with Podcast of Terror because Matt wanted to take a, his summer to mobile lawn. where he just mows his lawn for 40 days and 40 nights. In my underwear. Uh, right. And Balls out. It kind of worked out that uh, because of some scheduling problems that Nate and Brandon were having that uh, STFUs and, and all the, the shows over on Ink Geek Studios kind of went on hiatus. And uh, some nights it was me. Some nights it's like my work got really crazy. I was doing stuff where I was setting up a new office facility and doing a server. And then... Uh, when else nerds was kind of running into some scheduling problems too. I think it was the same thing of like, we all just said, maybe a break is a good idea. Uh, but as far as I know, STFU and the other inky shows should be returning, I think about September. And uh, we're going to be discussing the return of else nerds this week. We're, we're talking about bringing it back and, and what we're going to do to, to process that. So I think all the shows are returning. Uh, I've definitely missed doing shows, and mostly I missed hanging out with my friends. You know, I love you guys uh, all very, very dearly. So I look forward to coming back to the shows from that regard. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Nice. And Erica, I've missed your show and my fucking podcatcher. No one ever. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Uh, specifically uh my podcatcher keeps marking shows like uh, things that i say i always download it keeps just canceling them so there were a couple weeks where i thought harmontown had disappeared because of the shit that was going on with dad Harmon. no my podcatcher just decided no you don't download it anymore do you i'm like uh fucking every week i download that show uh there were a couple other ones that it's like well one they changed their their name of their show so it's like oh it's now called this great are you gonna give it to me no we just figured fuck you <laughs> Um, so I was worried that your show wasn't showing up for uh, my stupid fucking reasons, but it's your mm. stupid reasons. Yeah, no, it's my stupid fucking reasons of just being so like unbelievably busy. But I have to admit, um, but I've been seeing you doing family stuff. Yeah, and it's it's very much family oriented, and just for the sheer fact of like my schedule now is so like I'm I'm up and doing shit for 18 hours a day every single day. There's like no room to breathe right now until we kind of get into a better flow. Like Dan just started my husband Dan um just started a new job and he's doing really great at it. Um I had to go tonight's because uh childcare reasons so like we kind of have flip-floppy schedules now. Like we never see each other. We see each other for maybe about like 15 minutes a day. Like yeah. in the interim of like him getting home and me like, this is the rundown of everything that happened with your kid today. You're up. I got to go to work now. I go to work. And then, you know, we have Saturday and Sundays together. And then it starts all over again. We just uh, took a vacation a couple weeks back. And it was really nice to kind of get a little bit of a, a reprieve from all that. But it's basically just me being so busy. And I don't, I'm not that person that's going to slap some shit together and upload it and be like, hey, enjoy. And it suck. I'm, even though like I have, my podcast is riddled with mistakes and people love to point them out. Um, like that. 
and um, stuff like that, I really do try my best to make it as perfect in my eyes as possible. So like me taking, you know, however long it's been since I put out an episode, I am actually actively doing stuff in small increments. It's just taking a lot to get to where I need to be before I can be like, we're coming out every week, guys. You do just... a lot of research for your show, though. You you yeah. put a yeah. lot of we don't do that for our regular show. And then when we're feeling really like I don't give a fuck, we put out something called a pot shot. So. Yeah, the research is pretty intense. I would say it's like a an actual like full work week's worth of research. Like I would say 40 hours dedicated to reading, writing, finding audio, finding, you know, legal audio, um, recording it editing it i'm doing it all myself too like i i know a couple of my friends have the like uh, a co-host or they have you know researchers and stuff like that and i'm just like that is amazing i wish i could do that but i'm kind of also a control freak when it comes to my show i'm like you're not going to know where to put the music that i want to play so i'm just going to do it so that's just me as a human being a perfectionist but it will come back eventually i just don't know when right now i'm I'm shooting for september like i'm hoping this month i can get the episode i've been working on for a while now which took copious amounts of research and i actually do did have a friend help me out with it two friends actually so i'm hoping i'm gonna get writing done soon and then i'll be able to go through my rough draft go through everything and get that out by the first week of september hoping but i make no promises because i'm really the worst when it comes to any type of like hmm, this is when it's coming out eta i always miss it that's not being the worst that's being realistic you you have yeah. a family you have a kid yeah. you have your job uh it, it's like our friend tori our friend tori i think she works three jobs you know and she she's always putting up content for her her horror site for for popcorn for the any places that she works at she's just constantly doing stuff and then she said the other day she's like i think in, in a week or so, I'm going to take a couple days off. I'm like, the fuck you are. You know, what are you talking about? A couple days off. You need to take a year off. Yeah, you that's a lot. Take a fucking break. But she's just so overjoyed doing it. And and I don't know if she experiences burnout. I fucking experience burnout all the goddamn time. And I don't do a lick of work for any of these shows. Yeah, burnout is a real major thing. Mm -hmm. I get burnout after an episode. Um, especially the last few that I've done, just because they've been so long. Um, like my first few episodes, like I look back at them and I appreciate them for what they were, but they're very short. They're, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. And that was a lot of work. I'm doing ones now that are like an hour and some change. And that is just so much goddamn work. I'm just floored at how much work it fucking is. I'm just like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I really do enjoy it. And I'm actually missing it. I'm glad that I'm recording with you guys because I really missed podcasting just in general. And I have like this whole new setup. I have a new laptop and I'm like, I've been itching to use it, but like you get burnt out and you don't want to constantly do the same thing over and over again, even if it's a different story. And I, I keep getting uh, um, these emails from listeners like saying, Hey, I have this story. And it literally just goes on a list. Um, and I have so many on that list that I, I just, I want to get to because people want me to tell stories about people that they've actually known. And that's an honor to me. And I take that very, very like wholeheartedly. And I, I want to do it justice. I don't want to just make it like, like haphazardly thrown together. 
Yeah, and and that's the thing is I think people recognize when you get burnout or when you don't love what you're doing, mm -hmm. they'll feel that and they'll they won't intend to resent you for it. But to start to feel like, well, if you don't give a shit, then then don't do it. And right. I think with we're never going to be a super popular podcast. We we knew that from the beginning. We're just doing this because we enjoy doing it. But I think at this point in time, the people who do listen to us listen to us because they enjoy us they enjoy yeah. either we have on uh or the content itself of of the movies that we talk about maybe but they they kind of like at this point in time they know who matt and Corey are and they're like i kind of like listening to these guys it's fun and so if we came on here and we weren't having fun i feel like it would bum out the people that are if you could say that we have any fans the people who are the most like fans it would it would hurt their feelings it would make them feel like well this isn't cool anymore and they would walk away and those are the people that i absolutely do not want to disappoint we don't make any promises about doing like the smartest show or the greatest show that we're the most educated on films or anything boobs, like boobs fart damn boobs fart damn and dick a lot of dick dick so much dick but, but we're 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 at least we're here to have fun with the audience uh as much as they want to interact with us or for the audience if they just want to witness us being dumbasses that that's all we can promise you know, we come here and we do that. And if it's like we come here and we talk about fast food for 20 minutes before we break in the film, <laughs> that, that's what we do. But we we at least are having some laughs doing it. And and so, like, I think the whole network, the Galactic Netcast, uh, has it's kind of taken a break all at once. So it's been really sparse in the, the producer's chat and stuff. And I, I think it just added up for everybody at the same time. Like, uh, two yeah. of our friends our hosts got married uh matt and beatmaster so it, it, it it's okay it's okay when it happens it's just when we come back we're we're here to to have fun with you again oh, exactly our first, our first dance was to the vitamin c graduation song it's true she would plum. Uh, I mean, another reason, and I know Erica can attest to this, Corey, you live in a state that is the same fucking temperature year round, but it like I can go outside right now and not want to die and my teeth don't hurt. So you kind of got to get it when you can. So I'm trying to be outside and do more before I cannot be outside anymore. And I just don't ever want to be outside. And it, it's not as much to do with the weather, but it's that I'm I'm old, and brittle, and I might just break apart in the wind like Thanos snapped his fingers. <laughs> So, I, I, I still haven't seen that movie and I, I don't like people keep referencing that and I guess I just don't care that is I'm not saying it's a bad movie it's it's a perfectly enjoyable movie in the context of the superhero universe that they built up it 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 plays well with everything else the characters are all true and fun and everything but that is the only part of the movie that really matters yep <laughs> okay so would you rather would you rather watch that movie or Santa's sleigh again? Um, if I get to talk with you about Santa Slay again, then I will watch Santa Slay again. You don't just don't forget the balls while you're down there sucking my dick. Um, <laughs> Beat Beat wants me to point out that he was dressed in his best Nickelback merchandise for the wedding. It's it's true, the best and, Nick, <laughs> and the divorce papers are on the fridge. Uh, I would assume the best Nickelback uh, clothing is basically an Avril Lavigne shirt. <laughs> Oh, God. I haven't I was, thought about her in years. Yeah. You know who else is really awesome? Creed. <laughs> Here's <Jesus>. Creed. <laughs> We're going to get to ICP soon. 
I'm <clears throat> uh, pretty sure I want to go to the Gathering of Juggalos before I die. Why would you want to do that? No, People that watching. Should be your, that should be your elephant's graveyard. That's so, where you go die. Brad and I watched uh, Jug- American Juggalo 2. I was very drunk. He, so my, our, our friend Brad does not drink. And I was out in Minneapolis. And I'm like, there are all these breweries I want to go to. Take me. And he's like, sure. So I, he literally just drove me from brewery to brewery. And I got very drunk. And at the end of the night, uh, we went to Target. I apparently was dancing in the aisles and <laughs> running towards beef jerky. And I got like a cheese and sausage plate. And I just kept talking about how American Juggalo 2 will be so, uh, it'll be so much better with a nice charcuterie board. yeah Yeah. so we watched it and i'm like i really want to go to the gathering you Um, drink your finger with your pinky out right that's yeah so we have we have these gas stations here called quick trips and um i don't know what either of you have but it's it's just like it's a fancy gas station with like hot food that you can get and the food's actually pretty fucking good we have wawa okay so so quick trips sell fago now and I got an email today, and tomorrow is National Rope Your Float Day. And it's like, buy ice cream, get a free Rope Your Fago. I'm like, yeah, ICP would be proud. <laughs> that is a joy. That is a joy to behold. I actually don't hate Fago with soda, though. No, Fago is great. Yeah. Red Pop is is a, a thing unto itself. Uh, Rock and Rye. The yep. two flavors that are never emulated by any other company that I know of. You know, everybody's got their fucking cola. Everybody's got their bullshit Mountain Dew ripoff. It ain't Mountain Dew, so it ain't worth crap. Uh, <laughs> Mountain nobody, nobody's copping the rock and rye. Just Fago. No, that, that's that's a really good point, uh, Eric. I assume you've never had Fago. No. <sighs> and that's what do you say to that? What We're do you, done. There's no way to describe it. I mean, I'm done here. It's a local soda. Like I almost want to mail you some. I mean, you can. Almost. I know it's, it stopped there. I wasn't going to go any further than almost. I would literally send you a video of me dumping it out and laughing about the shipping cost. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. Yeah, and yet you keep inviting me back onto your show. It's really because amazing. Corey's like, "Hey, you should have Erica on. I really like her." And I'm I like, kinda... "I kind of, I kind of hope she gets a, a little backed up and can't sit correctly for a month." Thanks. Is that what I, I didn't know. I like at first I was going to talk about how I hoped you died a fiery death, and I felt really bad. So then I just went with constipation. <laughs> he was trying to think of how can I really burn this bitch. Oh no, that sounds. I hard. never would call her the b word to her face. <laughs> no, but that's the point. My it's God, like, you have on the show. True. I think you yeah, like multiple times. <laughs> I drink a lot. I don't remember it. Jesus, are you like you do blackout drunk every time you podcast? No, I am very much like I have a couple friends who will listen to it and like reference things that I've said. And I'm like, honestly, I I'm done. And I just completely forget everything that I talked about. And it has nothing to do with how much or how little I drank um, because I've never gotten so drunk that I couldn't perform like a function. You know what I mean? Like sure. I've never gotten so drunk that I couldn't like operate. Fuck you. I couldn't operate a computer. I feel like on a right. mat you've gotten close though. Um no. No, it, t- it takes a it takes a lot to take on this machine. Like oh, maybe maybe I got a little too drunk. There was a couple times where like I I was seeing more than one. <laughs> but I wasn't um but I never got blackout drunk. I've only gotten blackout drunk once. 
I call it time traveling because I missed an hour of my life. Yeah, I think it was only once for me, too. I fell down some stairs and I almost broke my elbow. But it was like a stairs in a bar. There was this really grimy bar like that was across the street from my house that I would literally just walk to. But I loved it. If you walk downstairs, it was the girls' room on these like carpeted basement stairs. They converted the basement into like this tiny bathroom. And apparently I just like flew down them and oh, no. almost almost broke my elbow. I don't remember it at all. I just remember walking around being like, my elbow kind of hurts. And they're like, yeah, you just like really fucking fell. <laughs> Here, this shot will help. Oh, see, that doesn't help anything. No, it didn't. I I was moving out of my dad's house the next day. Like it was my going away to get together with my friends. And my husband had a truck. This is when we were dating and he like stayed over because I was a fucking wreck. Um, <laughs> it took me about three hours to get from my bedroom to his truck. And as soon as he turned it on, it was like, a, it was a really big truck. It wasn't like a diesel, but like the vibration, I was like, I had to, I had to go back in. I'm not ready yet. It took like seven hours to get home to get to like my new home it was rough it was a rough time and i had a my elbow was black and blue and yellow for like a month so i guess the real question is how long should it have taken what do you mean like Take- hours what would it have taken if you had been yeah better? oh like to like wake up get ready get into his truck and go to my new place yeah 45 minutes <laughs> if i took my time <laughs> oh man it was rough and that's why weird. i'm water i feel weird that i have uh, gotten blackout unconscious drunk way more times than either of you i'm it just wasn't for me yeah it, I, I mean i i guess like i like drinking until i'm i've had enough and thankfully i, I usually like I, I i just have like a little too much and then i'm like cool we're good and i just switch to water and then i just i ride it out there you go um, uh, yeah i don't know even even i did tell my mom i was hanging like i told erica before we started recording i was hanging out with my mom today and i did tell her about one time when i was like 19 and i drank a shitload of bacardi and like puked into a bag and pissed into a gallon jug and i didn't tell her about the part where i slept at my girlfriend's house that night because she was just like well where was i and her friend was like i don't know, probably at home sleeping I'm like nah, maybe i don't know but it was so bad that i can't smell bacardi i i definitely one of the last times that i got completely blackout drunk was bacardi um and it was because i was told if you're gonna drink it you have to drink it straight Ugh. And but I I've never gotten sick from drinking. The only thing that I ever had happen, and, and it's the very last time that I got like really crazy drunk, was uh, I got food and alcohol poisoning uh, for about twenty four hours. And after twenty four hours, I felt great. But for that twenty four hours, I was miserable uh, because they had soaked fruit in vodka for forty eight hours before putting it into the jungle juice, and oh, I missed man. the party, party when. Uh, before I got there when they had said to not eat the fruit and I'm just sitting there drinking this goddamn <laughs> big gulp cup of jungle juice and this thing goes down the back of my throat it feels like a soft boiled egg I'm like is there an egg in this drink and they're like no I'm like well I just swallowed something that was eggy and they're like that was probably a key lime you dumb motherfucker what was the rule everybody and everybody yells out don't eat the fruit and I'm like I ate the fruit uh 
can we just appreciate the fact that you like swallowed a whole piece of fruit and just like <laughs> like with no issue it Corey was is, Corey is now called deep throat yeah i mean i yeah, have yeah deep throat scott um first of all my favorite sandwich from the the ike's uh, sandwich place is called the deep throat uh it's, oh, it works yeah it, it's got extra dirty sauce i get it as dirty as it comes and uh and it's got mozzarella sticks on it but i had no gag reflex for oh, come on you're not like, making this any better I, i'm i don't see a reason to fucking hide it i wish i didn't now so when we would go out to bars my my ex and i would go out to the bar with our friend phil and phil drank a little much and it's okay but there would be a point in the night where melinda would say maybe we should cut phil off now you cannot cut phil off so phil <laughs> order a beer set it down on the table melinda would say something to him so he would turn his head i would pick up the beer drink it set the empty bottle back down and, and in a matter of seconds, because I just like swallowed all down. And then he would turn back and say, I thought I just got a new beer. Yeah, you must have drank that one already, Phil. Uh, so I'm like seven beers in to Phil fucking sobering up. Uh, but again, I, I I don't get like fucked up from it. That fucking fruit messed my world up in ways that I cannot describe uh, in a human language, it probably have to like summon some sort of Shogoth thing. Uh, and dummy me, I was like, well, I should probably stop drinking this jungle juice when I'm done with this big gulp cup. And I said, okay, here's some hot damn. Okay, I'm I'm a 14 year old girl. I'll have the cinnamon chops. That'll be great on top of this. Oh and shit! Except for the fruit. So that's that's not why I don't drink anymore. But that's why I don't drink like that anymore. But I've definitely been in situations where my friends were mean to me and would convince me to drink way more than I should have so I could be entertaining for other people. And I don't know what happened. Like, I've woken up in strange places. I've woken up in hatches of cars with girls I didn't know. I guess at one party, I kept rolling down the hill into the bonfire and they kept picking me up and putting me on top of the hill. And it's like, you understand how gravity works? Because I just roll down the hill again. <laughs> oh jesus Corey! oh that was awesome um should we talk about the movie i guess i mean we don't have to it's been almost an hour i will talk about the movie because i actually like the movie i i had not seen this in a very long time <laughs> yes it's not that i didn't like it i just i didn't remember I didn't realize this came out in 2009. So it's we're talking about The Collector, in case you didn't realize that by the title of the show, or the, the name of the show. Um, I always thought there was a third one, but we can get into that, because the, the, the second one came out in 2012, The Collection. Yeah. Is, Which I, is at the end of the movie. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. Right at the what? end, it pops up. It just says The Collection. Does it? Yeah, and I had to pause it. I'm like, wait, I thought I was watching The Collector. It was. So, it's been on Netflix for a while, and I'm like, oh, I should see that because I remember seeing The Collector uh, however many years ago, and, and I, I said, well, maybe I should see if I can find The Collector first and then watch The Collection. So The Collector is available on Hulu right now, and The Collection is on Netflix. So you kind of have to jump around, uh, or you can do whatever you do with the internet. Ooh, spooky. Uh, and... <laughs> 
I had not seen the collection and I was like, all right, I want to do this. So I'll watch the collector. And when it turned out that this is the week that pot was coming back, I said, oh, well, I just watched this. Uh, so you can suggest it to Erica and see if she's into it or not. If not, we can find something else. And he, Matt made it sound like you liked it, but Matt sometimes thinks that you like him. So I don't know if it was the right. No, I, I'm pretty well aware of the fact that she despises me. Yeah, that's accurate. No, I really liked the collector surprisingly because I I've seen like the the movie like poster for it a lot, but I never like I was like yeah I won't watch it because I I feel like it's probably gonna be cheesy or stupid and I'm watching it and I it like there are some parts that actually legitimately creeped me out while I was watching it and I was like see this is what I want this is something I needed it's a good movie what what like what creeped you out. When the scene where the the collector is chasing the little girl and she's like kind of backing away from him and just that creepy smile, his hands are kind of like folded weird mm. and he just had it's just like an up like an upward shot to his face and his eyes are doing that weird reflective thing, kind of like animalistic mm. bug like. Mm -hmm. And it's just like he's his tongue's kind of like clicking against his teeth. And I'm like, fuck that's that's i that's if i saw that in real life i would just probably snap my own neck there's just like right. no chance that i would survive this there's no chance i would be able to i'd be paralyzed with fear basically there i had some issues with it my main one was like you have this this thief who's trying to just like steal from this this jewel guy or whatever who owns like a, a jewelers or whatever and he feels the need to save these people i get his attachment to the child i get that as a parent i get that but let me tell you i am not a hero i would have been out of that house so fucking quick well, i wouldn't have even been in the house to be honest he's, with you he's a guy who does crimes but he's also a guy who is doing these crimes right now at least for his ex-wife and his kid yeah you don't ex say expressly why he's his wife needs the money um that he's doing and and he's like i'm just gonna do this job and then you have to pay me this money so i can pay off whoever she owes and stuff um you get the feeling it's some sort of gambling thing or something that she did wrong yeah she's in with bad people yeah but it, it seems like he's a person who actually has a moral kind of aptitude but he obviously surprises himself and i think the reason he's surprised of himself is because in that scene earlier when he's talking to the little girl and she reminds him of his kid and he sees the whole family's kind of fucked up anyways. Yeah. It, it's a little girl that kind of pulls him in. And I guess when the movie was originally supposed to end is the part where he gets out and they don't have the scene where he looks up and he sees the girl in the window. So that was when it was originally just supposed to stop. That was the end of the film. Yeah. It, and this changes the whole thing and puts this whole additional part onto it, which I think works so much better because yeah. it's just a per person who's witnessing the killings in the house, which is still is still kind of cool. I guess the original pitch for this was to be a sort of prequel to the Saw movies. Damn, I was hoping I could like whip out that fact for you. I was like, Corey might not know this one. I'm like, fuck. All right. Yeah, it's supposed to be a prequel, but it's not. But it's it's not. They didn't go for it. I, I do agree with you. That the creepiness of the, the collector himself is pretty good. And that mask reminded me of uh, Decker from Nightbreed, the Cronenberg. Yeah, character. yeah, yeah. It, it's just that featureless mask with the open mouth that just doesn't seem shaped right in the the sort of like wacky eyes. His eyes aren't buttons, but they might as well be because mm -hmm. they're so honed in on the pupils and not showing the whole eye. Um, 
it's a it's a good visual and i can see yeah the continuation of this it makes a certain degree of sense um but the fact that they didn't do a third one i think it's just that the both That's movies annoying. are not well rated yeah no i don't I think, think they were all that bad or the first one i don't think was that bad at all and it certainly earned enough to make the the second one yeah Looking up how much it made right now. I do really appreciate the fact that they never show the guy's face. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did wind up watching the collection today, actually. Uh, how was that? Uh, wow. It's not as it, good. I'll tell you that right now. Definitely not as good. It definitely goes for the bigger, uh, more massive kills, at least at the beginning. Um, but at this point in time, the police and everybody know about the collector and he's been on some sort of rampage uh, going around and they just haven't been able to find him or deal with him. And the main guy in this comes back uh, because he gets captured at the end of the first movie. Yeah. So they, they lead into it. And I, I didn't think it was the worst thing in the world. Uh, what Aaron had said, she thought it sucked, but she had said that <laughs> she had hoped that it would be more of an origin of the collector and i said well maybe that's what they would have gotten to in the third one yeah it, like they do the first one the second one and then the third one they go back in time and show you how everything started um and because of where the second one ends it seems like that would have made a certain degree of sense um but yeah i i think that they're both completely watchable as far as the torture born genre which is not my favorite genre of movies at all um I at least like the fact that there is both a story, there's a reasoning of a character there, and I like the the traps. That part yeah. of is what I liked about Saw in the first couple of Saw movies. The traps were interesting. Oh yeah, the first three Saws I think were just amazing when it came to the simplistic yet amazingly engineered traps that this guy was making. Right. Did you and see the newest saw, one? The Jigsaw? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I could tell you probably zero things about it because I don't remember it. I remember hay in a farm. That's about it. Uh, yeah, we, oh, now it's coming back to me. But but that's the thing. Like it's it's not it's not at all memorable. Like the first mm -hmm. one was on TV not that long ago, and I remember really like wanting to watch it. The only thing I remember about Seven is the fact that Chester Bennington dies right away, which now Sad. not yeah. But at the time, I was like good. Yeah, not because yeah, I don't care. Oh yeah, in Jigsaw but. they had they were in that barn and they're all attached by like chains and they're being pulled. Yeah, yeah, and then what I'm gonna ruin it, but you find out that like the guy who like one of the people gets pulled out right away, and that's why there's four instead of five when there's five. Yeah, it, it's just like they spend so much time making every movie work together that it kind of is like. Yeah, not everything needed to tie into all these right. movies. You could have just kept it separately. Like I liked the the tying in of the the first three, especially with um oh, with Amanda's character and all that. Johnny yeah. like, Smith. Which what was, it? what was her name? Johnny. Johnny. Yeah, you're, you're very right. Um, yeah, I like that. But then when they brought back um like uh what the fuck is the actor's name? He was in Princess Bride. Uh, Carrie always. Yes. Um, when they brought him back, like with his stump of a leg, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it yet, not my problem. Um, like, I'm like, really? All of a sudden, after all of that, you're like, yeah, Jigsaw, you changed my life. Like, come on. I don't even remember which one that is. There's like 85 of them. But I don't know. 
that's the thing is you start with a precedent in the in the first movie and you get a couple of movies where you can maybe still make that continuity work but after so many times it's it's like it's one it's not going to have the impact it's like shamel Malmal uh keep trying to do it just to ending at every fucking oh shamalama ding dong all right it's right. like who the yeah. fuck are you talking about shanana uh but <laughs> So every movie does a twist ending that's like, oh, fuck, what twist ending is he going to try to do this time that doesn't really seem impressive anymore? Yeah. It, like you hit your shtick and we, we get it. All right. But in in the, the first couple of Saw movies, it, it worked. It was cool. And it was new. Make that happen. Absolutely. And what the collector doesn't do is try to do that stuff. Yeah. And I think that's where it has the potential to succeed more. Um we we were talking about Hostel again, and my big problem with Hostel is that it was other than the torture porn, there was nothing to it, and then it gets to this really pat fucking stupid ending where the guy just randomly, as he's getting away, runs into everybody who had anything to do with him getting captured in the first place or killing his friend, and he gets his instant fucking revenge on him. It's like, oh, here's the dude chicks who enticed us to go in there. Well, gonna hit them with a car, and then, oh, I'm at the train station. Oh, look, here's that doctor motherfucker. I'm gonna go get him now. It's like, God, bullshit. Yeah, it's so. I've seen Hostel one. I've I've seen the second one. Hostel, the first one, was the only one that I only movie I can think of. There was one Japanese film that I watched that made me gag, but Hostel actually made me gag twice when I was watching it because I'm not into um like that gore porn. Yeah, I get it. Like the collector, it was gory, but I could tolerate that. This is just it was so excessive. It was the one scene where um. They slice the guy's Achilles, and he like starts walking, and it separates. I was like, "Oh, that 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 was rough." <laughs> the time, the other time that I full on, I was like, "I cannot with this movie anymore." Was I don't remember any of the timeline with these fucking movies, but I just remembered like the one guy escapes, and he has that one girl who had her face like half blowtorched, and her eye is hanging out, talking. Mm-hmm. He's like, "The only solution I have is to cut this eyeball out of your fucking yep. head." Yep. And when he did that, and there was like that squirt, I was like, "Oh my, oh, uh, uh, what? Right. I don't like eyeball shit. I don't, ugh, oh, no. no, who does?" Man. Although I kind of understand now. So when you hear like the comic book movie nerds who are trying to connect the timelines, like that's literally what we're kind of doing in a smaller scale. Yeah, yeah, and and that's exactly what this is. Is is when you get into uh, a system of so many sequels then you you try to make these things work. Unless you go the opposite fucking route of, hey, we're going to keep fucking with the timeline over and over again, Halloween. And uh, I'm like, really excited for that movie, and I know she is too. Are you bitter about it, Corey? I'm bitter about it because <sighs> triggered. how many fucking times do you have to keep going back and retell? Like, shit, man. Till you get it right. One happened, and it was great. Halloween 2 happened, and I always kind of like Halloween 2. Oh yeah, how can you not like that 1980s techno, like din, 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 like with a synth? Come on, yeah, man. exactly. Well, fucking Carpenter is an amazing musician, anyways. True, that's but, true. And Halloween three was was something else. Four, five, and six happened, and they they follow the continuity of one and two. You know, they introduced the the daughter cousin thing, whatever it was that uh, Daniel Harris is uh, until the last one when they got some other actress to play her. Uh, but Paul Rudd was there. So you got to be happy. Paul Rudd. Oh my God. Paul Rudd was in the sixth one. Yes. Oh my uh, God. But so then Halloween H2O comes out and it's like, oh yeah, four five and six didn't fucking happen. So Tread just, lightly. I love that movie. Yeah. yeah I, I like four five and six personally, but I love them. I love them all. I'll watch them yeah. all and enjoy them. 
Except but HBO happens, and it's like, so we we got to get Dawson's Creek in here. So to do that, uh, four, five, and six didn't happen. So Jamie Lee Curtis is just she's she's got a kid and stuff. So HBO happens, and then they they fuck it up with with the next one with uh, Resurrection. Yeah, some rap guy was in it. Buster Rhymes, come on, yep. man. Watch your fucking. And tongue. he did Kung Fu. Or any of those. He was amazing. Just want to break in here real quick. Remind you about these tits ass fucking studio headphones uh, that I've been using. I'm using to record this episode. That that should be enough. You should be like, hey, he doesn't look too dumb with those things on his head. Uh, yeah, check them out. Uh, like I said, I use the Regents over the over the head, uh, not in ears. Pretty fucking nice. Decent sound quality. Long ass battery life. Black like my soul. I do love a good black metal band. Anyways, terror code, or excuse me, coupon code terror, 15% off your order. Uh, so so they do that, and now it's like, well, we, we really want to get back to to the original shit again, so we want to bring back Jamie Lee Curtis. And I love Jamie Lee Curtis, and I don't have any problems seeing her show up in these movies. I watched True Lies it, yesterday morning. She used to kill her yes. in, in that one, and so now we're not even like ignoring h2o we're, we're ignoring halloween too yeah so, i didn't i didn't really particularly care for that but i understand because they didn't want to hold the whole sister thing because that wasn't i'm as you know Corey, because i cannot surprise you with any facts that wasn't his original intent right. for him. it was just him stalking babysitters and if you like you look back because i was watching one interview with him and he stated something along i'll have to find it for you but you probably already seen it where he was said something along the lines of he's like if you actually watch it you know, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis's character is the heroine. She's the sole survivor. But his Michael's main focus was actually Annie at first. Like yeah. he saw Annie. That was his obsession. And then she just kind of got in the way. And I was yeah, like, there was there was a weird obsession with everybody being related that has not gone away. Yeah. It's my biggest fucking call outs in any movie. It's like, oh, uh, so I'm the villain. OK, well, then you must be my brother, sister, mother, whatever. Uh, because that's how it works in Hollywood films. It, it look one fucking surprise in Star Wars was great, and that was mostly because those motherfuckers kissed, and we're like, holy shit, Luke is Incest. gonna love Nick Leia, and oh, now it, it, she's his sister. That that seems weird. That seems a little odd. Also, Vader's their dad. So okay, you got us twice there, Lucas. Cool, sure. Does every other fucking thing have to do that? No. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. They did it. They fucking did it. So just don't keep telling me the same goddamn. Uh, okay, that story didn't happen. All right, now that that, that story didn't happen. But here's this one. This one, it's the real Halloween now. It ain't the fucking real Halloween. You know what was a real Halloween? Halloween. Corey, if you, if you get too worked up, the doctor said it's going to be rough on your heart. I just sat on my balls and it makes me all upset. <laughs> on the other side of it, Corey, <laughs> I'm really excited for the it new be- one. I'm excited too. Because I like how they're not like, because you know how everything now is a, a reboot and everything. This is a recalibration. I can get down with that. I, I think it's just, oh God. I, I wish they would have just said like, it's, it's going to, it's, it's going to be the second movie. It's ignoring. Wait, Corey, or, you did not talk third, about. Right? Wait, what? Is it two or three? What are you talking about? Halloween. The the Halloween that's coming out, it takes place after the original, correct? Yeah, 1978. Yeah. 
So it's just all they had to say was like, "Hey, we're just going to ignore everything," and it's like the original. Where the people fuck are, are you? Like, that's what they are doing. What are no, no, no. That's about? what I'm saying. I'm, and like, instead of using the term recalibration or reboot or reimagining, just well, say like, hey, "Put a label on it." I, that's fucking. Right, that's stupid. that's so a problem with doing. the audience too. Is you have to explain to the audience, "Oh, here's this reboot. Well, here's a reboot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer coming out." So it's not really a reboot because that pisses people off. It's yeah, re reboot these nuts. But it's a different vampire slayer. Well, that that fine. Fucking say that. Oh, here's here's a new Ghostbusters. Oh, okay, a new Ghostbusters. Well, it takes place in the original Ghostbusters universe. Oh no, it's a fucking reboot. God damn it. Why why can't I just have both the both Ghostbusters be in the same universe? Why does it have to be because it, it takes the agency away from the actors of, of being the original Ghostbusters? Well, fuck. Maybe don't do Ghostbusters. You know and what? Maybe we should do woman. trying to write new movies. Right new fucking movies mm -hmm. the last movie that i saw that i actually looked at and i was like that's original and coincidentally it was a horror movie it follows oh i just rewatched that the other night yeah i have to i only watched it once but i was just like this is such a breath of fresh fucking air from the slasher from the gore porn from the torture yeah. shit like i'm like what the hell is this this is so creepy and so good like why and, can't people have original ideas? Though I haven't seen Get Out yet, so don't spoil anything for me. But I've, is that Corey? Is that what did you think? I'm actually surprised we haven't done it on the show yet. That's why I haven't watched it. Oh, I watched it. Did you like it? I didn't hate it. Mm -hmm. I that means nothing coming from you. No. So my problem is the fact that it it it, it clearly relies so heavily on like a social commentary. Gotcha. And that's, I, I don't think it was as good as everyone made it out to be, but I didn't, I thought it was a good movie. Like, it definitely I, got a lot of hype. I'm curious to see his next movie, which I saw Tim Heidecker is in, which is kind of curious. Cool. Piqued my curiosity. He, he did a movie that at, at the time of the, the social zeitgeist really was a touchstone with the audience. Uh, he is himself great. We all love him already. So to see him do something so side of what he already is known for is great too. And I'm sure the performances were all fantastic. Uh, a lot of great stuff coming from that. And he's just like, he could be doing anything he wants to right now. And he's putting his, his into his own original ideas. Yeah. I, I that is why that movie is hyped so much. I, I don't know if it's necessarily that it's a great movie because it sounds kind of like a race version of Stepford Wives in what I've gotten from it, which is cool. But I, I've seen the Stepford Wives and uh it's cool. Whatever. But it follows is is funny to me. One because when I watched it, I had all these feelings of familiarity because it takes place in the Detroit area. It, it takes place around where I grew up. So I'm, I'm like, I know that fucking place. I this entire town feels tangible to me just because it just seemed like where I grew up at. Um, yeah. But I'm surprised at this point in time that there hasn't been a follow-up because right after there was a lot of curiosity of like, oh, what's the next one going to be? Are we going to get explained what this thing is? Um, and they just have not done a sequel or a prequel or anything yet, which I'm I'm both for and against. It's like, you don't have to. Yeah. Standing on its own is perfect. But I'm just amazed that you haven't because... I would watch it. I would totally be into it. Um, hopefully it would be as good, but that's always the crapshoot is if it would be or wouldn't be. Yeah. But something that was so originally well done, it was very well received for being such a low budget film and and did really well and was an introduction to a lot of uh, 
I think just the lead actress went up and did Godzilla next and some other things. Maybe she was in the uh, Independence Day sequel. Uh, I didn't see that, so you could be right. You usually are, so. Just don't even bother watching it. It was a breakthrough for her. And that's all great. I'm just like, wow, this is a movie that still stands out to me as being so good. On the flip side, uh, the first part of the new It. I love that movie, too. And it feels a lot of the same reasons why, because it's just... It's so character driven. It's mm-hmm. it's so intimate in their lives and stuff, but it is a story that has existed for thirty years in book form. Has been on TV, and I've seen the movie miniseries uh, a number of times for it. So it's it's a remake of a of a book, mm-hmm. movie. but I don't hate it because yeah. it's just so well done. Am I jumping up and down that they're going to redo Pet Cemetery? No, because I kind of think that's oh, are they? good. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I think it might be the same person who's doing it. But because, like, well, King's got other works out there. The people are really into King right now. It's like, yeah, yeah, but I'm more excited by Castle Rock than I am seeing remakes of the other King things that, especially in movies that I liked. I think Pet Cemetery is not my favorite movie, but it's really good. Oh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, I need nope. them to remake Langoliers. Yeah, I knew you were going to say Langoliers. And Langoliers probably could be remade wow, because it's so fucking good as opposed to a, a studio film. Yeah. Tommyknockers, too. Yeah. It's my childhood right there. My mom, I remember... What's that? Are you watching Castle Rock on Hulu? I uh, yeah, we just watched the second episode before I came here. Yeah, if you're a King fan, you probably get more out of the the uh, characters and things that are, are name-dropped in it. Uh nice. It all takes place around Shawshank Prison. Oh, awesome. So that's familiar. Um, the woman that is the uh, client for the lawyer in the first episode is married to one of the guys from Stand By Me. Uh, that's her abusive husband is one of the bad guys from Stand By Me. Uh, so there's like these things that are all Easter eggs, which if you're an Easter egg hunter, awesome. But it's also original story. And I think that makes it stand out as opposed to just seeing like, oh yeah, we remade uh, Shining again. Yeah. <coughs> Although I, 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 God, don't touch that. I don't that, I don't want that touch. I know they're doing Dr. Sleep right now. Doctor, Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that because I think what I've seen so far, they're sticking more so to the book than what they did in The Shining. Because like The Shining had took a lot of liberties. I never read the Shining, by I've only seen you know the movie. I saw like the TV movie that was really weird and different. With Stephen Webber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that kind of to see how they do that. I'm loving the fact that Stephen King is getting so much. He deserves it. He de- definitely does because like my dad, growing up, we had this huge wall unit, and I my only memory is just seeing king 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 mm-hmm. king like everything was stephen king he actually recently just bought me salem's lot and the stand because i had only read like short stories stephen king i don't know if you guys have ever like read a lot of his stuff he has this one uh book of short stories called night shift that i've i've read a lot and some of those st- stories in there still kind of like freak me out when i read them and so i was telling my dad about it. i'm like i really want to get into reading like his novels and stuff and like the next day i had like an amazon package and he's like here the stand in salem's law these are my two favorite he's like get into them because you'll never regret it i'm like i want to read all of his shit now because like i'm halfway through salem's lot and i'm like 
this is fucking bananas how good this is. When so, I, was a teenager, I read Eyes of the Dragon, mm -hmm. which tells me it's like that's the weirdest book to choose for Stephen King because it's nothing like the rest of his books. Uh, when I first moved to California, I tried to read the first book of The Dark Tower and I got most of the way through it. And then I just kind of like set it down because life got a little crazy. Yeah. And then I read on writing, but that's all the Stephen King that I've read. Yeah. On yeah, writing. I, I, I have such a hard time with reading because <laughs> I know, I know some, I'm sure it's a big shocker. Um, I just feel like I could be doing something else. That's why I, I like listening to books while I'm driving because I do so fucking much driving. Same. Um, I totally had an idea and I lost it. It's the beer. Oh, Jesus. But, like with Stephen King, going back to like what we were talking about with like connecting stories where it's overkill and sometimes it's, you know, very subtle. I he I think with like Castle Rock, because I've been hearing a lot of great things, like with those like tiny little Easter eggs, that's how you make stories and like connecting worlds and other things work. And, and Stephen King's like universe has always been connected anyways. The oh, fact yeah. that there are stories that take place in Castle Rock, that there's so many stories that take place in Derry, Maine, mm -hmm. that, that's the whole point of that. And so that's that's the joy of this. This is a Stephen King love project that could have gotten away with just being that. Yeah. But not mm -hmm. it's doing something new there's new characters there's definitely tie-ins and and the fact that so many actors and actresses have been in other stephen king projects and things is it's tremendous because it's it's just a joy to see this and and if you're the super fan you get that extra level out of it it's like when you're a kid and you watch bugs bunny cartoons and you're like oh this is great because it's an animated bunny rabbit and elmer fudd shoots himself in the face sometimes daffy duck is fucking out of his mind but then as an adult you watch and you're like Oh shit! There's another level here that I never got when I was eight. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. So I figured it out. Oh, no, <laughs> such a dick. Um, neither of you probably have ever heard of the band Death, but uh, if you look at their album cover for Leprosy, it reminds me of the stand. Okay. Am I supposed to Google it right now? You can if you want. Um, I mean. Well, I guess so. I understand what the fuck you're, you're talking about. Fucking badass. So I'll wait patiently while Erica Google's death album covers. No, we can talk about stuff. I can do two things at once, unlike you. I don't know. It's it's a little I Iron Maiden. Fight me. you in an alleyway, and you'll lose. I just oh, I can it. see it. I can see. Yeah, and, and there's there's no like out like book cover or something that that uh, it's it's not like a well, I just knocked something over. He didn't like direct directly rip it off. It just I always thought of it. Well, I remember the stand yeah. as being like the old original cover with Randall Flag and uh no, that's probably the Dark Tower where it's Randall Flag on the cover fighting like in a bayonet with uh the guy yeah, think, from Yeah, I think that's Dark Tower. Because yeah, the, the the book cover I have is like a new modern one where it literally is just I don't even remember what's is it is it like when they, they make a movie out of a book and then they re release the book cover and it's just the movie poster? Basically. Ah, I hate that shit. So do I. I try to always find the other copies. I'm like, I don't want to do that. So it's got that. Rob Lowe on the cover because he played the the mute kid on the TV miniseries. <laughs> did um did you either of you see the the Dark Tower movie? No, I heard it sucked though. Yeah, I didn't care for it at all. Because the thing is is like, yeah, the Langoliers and, and Tommy Ackers and shit, those are like three, four hour movies. Yeah. But I think the way that Stephen King writes, like it requires a good three hour movie. Like I'm glad that when they read it, it it is still in its entirety will be a three hour movie at least. Yes. Yeah. I tried. Uh, I guess it was just beyond my time because like I tried to go back and watch like the TV series of it, and because like a lot of people I knew, they're like, I don't like clowns because of this. And I'm watching mm. it. And I'm like, 
I'm not, I'm, this is not scary to me. I'm watching the new it and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, I, the, the I knew nothing of it. Like I knew mm-hmm. nothing about it. I just knew like, Oh, there's a clown in an, like a gutter and spoiler alert fucking five minutes into the movie that that little kid gets his arm ripped off and there's just like blood everywhere i did, outwardly yelled i was like jesus christ I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> did you see the um i don't know if it was like an extra on the dvd or whatever but it was like how it would have ended if georgie wouldn't like if georgie would have got his boat no i didn't see that yeah it's literally just like that scene and he just grabs the boat and runs away and just pennywise just goes shit and then it's like the end i was like huh that's awesome that's that's a really good point though it's true um but yeah i remember seeing kind of to what you said is like we had um a mantle in my parents basement and my mom just had all of her stephen king books lined up Mm -hmm. so i remember like watching oh shit i don't know which one it would have been but one of them like as it was on tv it may have been the langoliers or the tommy knockers so it's like five nights a week you know you're watching tv for an hour or whatever um, so the original it isn't scary to me it's just nostalgic it's yeah. kind of like with with a lot of these movies that we end up watching like strange land is one that comes up a lot it's like it's not scary and it's really not a good movie but it's nostalgic to me yeah there you go so, yeah so when the new it came out it's actually i mean it's it's a modern it's a really good modern horror movie yeah i'm really excited for part two because i saw like the release of like all the actors that are there i think i don't know if they were fan posters or actually from like the production company of it was like a half of each of the kids' face, you know, 20, right. what is it, at 27 years? What is it? What, how many years is it? Years. 27. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm fucking right. Um, <laughs> like what? the young kid. Fuck you. <laughs> the one kid and like the older and younger version. And like they picked people that were perfect yeah. as these adult kids. I'm so pumped because like you see movies where they're like, oh, you know, 30 years ago we have this kid and then, you know. The future person it looks nothing like them these actually look like these kids it's so i'm so excited for it yeah and and for being recognizable actors mm-hmm. uh adults, it it was more important to me that they reflect who the kids were from that first movie because that first movie is so important to me yeah and and i don't want that to be well now we can go full hollywood because we got the budget because the first movie was so successful and and we can get all these great actors and stuff and and they they absolutely did but it's like but the whole story really hinges on that transition of those kids. I, the believability is important to me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I want to see this succeed. And those kids did such a great job. But I also think that part of what made it work for me is because of a thing that owed a lot to Stephen King, but wasn't Stephen King. And that was Stranger Things. Yeah. Because Stranger Things did all of the same kind of things that we would like to see from a Stephen King movie. And I think that's what Castle Rock goes too, is that Stranger Things created in its new stories um, with very familiar feeling uh, ideas and monsters and stuff, but did something fresh and inventive with it and did stuff with great kid actors and made mm-hmm. something that just kind of drew you in. And the originality is, is a big part of why it worked. If oh, yeah. it, like oh yeah we're we're gonna just do it as a tv miniseries or a netflix series and something like that and draw it out there would definitely be something there but it would sell as much from stephen king's name or from being it than it would from being a good show this was a great show that didn't have the the ability to say oh because we also this was clive barker came up with this and and it's it's just like the damnation game just taken and stretched out to 14 episodes no something else i i think that that 
that show getting made and the belief that Netflix put into that show and the audience reacting to that show is the reason why we're seeing things like this happening more and more. I couldn't agree more, honestly, because I remember like going through Netflix and seeing like a uh, new Netflix original Stranger Things. And I saw like the like the old 80s style, like cartoon drawing. And you see like Millie Bobby Brown, like holding her hand out, like she's doing something. And I'm like looking at this and I read the synopsis. I'm like, this is so, this is probably going to suck because I think I had watched the OA first, which did either one of you watch that on Netflix? No, I had a friend talking about it the other day. Holy shit. That make that show being made and greenlit makes me feel like I can get fucking anything greenlit. Just I, I think I need you guys to watch it because it's so, so fucking uh, stupid. It had so much potential, and then it just oh, I can't even called? talk about it. the OA. The OA. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I would not be even shocked if Netflix just like quietly pulled that off. Oh, still there. <laughs> oh fuck! Watch Netflix it. We'll keep every bad show and bad movie on there forever because it's just important that they have the content. It's like people will sit through shitty shows. Oh, yeah. The amount of times I've rewatched Friends episodes, I'm like, finally, I'm to the point where I will not watch Friends anymore. I'm proud and of it, you. And it, it was, it's a fucking cold turkey kind of thing because I have rewatched the same goddamn show for the last 20 something years. And and it's always on the air. And it's very comforting to come home at like 5.30 to, to 7 whenever Jeopardy starts. It's like, well, I can just watch Friends for the next couple hours yeah. and, and sit down with Monica and Chandler and fuck off, Ross. And, and just like be okay. And but god damn it it's it's the idea of just like i don't have to think i can just press play and then when the first episode finishes up it'll go to the next episode and the next episode and that's all netflix wants is for you to just tune in and let your brain turn off pretty much but with like stranger things like going back to like i re i remember reading it and just being like this is probably going to be so lame because the oa was just like such a disappointment and i remember just hitting play and hearing like i think the like first scene is like the doctor running through like an, uh like the underground and then it goes to the kids playing dungeons and dragons as soon as they left mike's house and you hear this like 80s tune like this weird 80s synth like that would go into the theme and then the theme kicked in once will disappeared i paused it and I like texted my husband because I was I think it was like a Monday and I had off on Mondays for a long time I was like I just started the show is completely fucking bananas I'm only 10 minutes into it I have to wait till you get home to watch it because I know you're gonna be mad that like just even the theme itself I was like this is gonna be so fucking good because that just hit every button of everything I love in a moment good acting a intriguing storyline and music all in one yeah so I still feel that yeah. way you instantly connect to those kids. You instantly feel mm -hmm. like shit. You know, I this is this is my fucking this is this generation's Goonies. Yes, a hundred percent. What hundred percent tried to do with that fucking monster on a train movie that it did a few years ago? Oh, I thought you were gonna come at Monster Squad. I was like, whoa, cool. No, no, Monster talked about that because Monster Squad was Goonies in in like a couple years after, but yeah. it was. Like, it owes the Goonies, and this definitely owes the Goonies. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It was to that one. I I can't remember what it was called, but it was like. The, the kids were running around and it was a train thing. I can't fucking recall. I don't know. Uh, Super 8. Super 8, exactly. Oh my God, I forgot about Super I've 8. I've never seen it, but I can't I, liked, I actually well. liked it. Now thinking back about yeah. it, I liked it. I, yeah. but I, can you say anything about it? No, I don't remember a single damn thing about that movie. 
I just remember I was like, I love the way it's filmed. I loved, I love the little, like the whole like group of kids finding something mysterious and thinking that they can handle it. I can quote Goonies backwards and forwards. I can quote Monster Squad a, a lot of the way through. I can tell you the plot for the first season of Stranger Things with some holes here and there. Super 8, I cannot recall a goddamn thing about mm -hmm. any of it. And I don't understand why. Because, yeah, I agree. I, I, I remember watching and thinking, oh, this is pretty cool. And maybe there was just something that wasn't there. And I think what always stands out is the characters. Mm -hmm. it, how the characters act with each other, It's that's what pulls you in. It's those moments. It's like hearing fucking Chunk, uh, like crawling through the, the woods in the dark. He's like, I love the dark. I love it, but I, I hate nature. <laughs> I love so, the dark, but I hate nature. It stands out in your head. <laughs> stuff that will make it stick with you forever. I mean, and I think Stranger Things has that, and I think it has that. Uh, probably from the same fucking kid from Stranger Things, really. Uh, that ruled in that movie. Um, oh, yeah. Finn Wolfhard, which his name alone makes him a rock star. But all the kids from that from Stranger Things are just so awesome. They are. They really are. Like I, I, Dustin is my fucking spirit animal, man. Oh, I love him. I love him. I love every time. And did you see season two yet or no? Sadly enough, we got all the way to the last episode, and we haven't watched the last episode, and it's been the months. fuck. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it, it. I don't think season two clicked with us the way that season one did and i feel like the duffer brothers know that and that's why they're taking extra time on season yeah. three they want to do it right i i just wish they spent more time and i think this was a lot of people's like disappointment they spent spent more time with 11 discovering more about herself with that girl with eight right like that seemed way rushed and kind of weird and it just it did it really didn't click people kind of felt a little bit disconnected to I think 11 after that, but I don't want to ruin the ending of it. So I'm just going to say right. about that. And, and I keep, I keep thinking like, we got to get back to watching this again, but yeah, I because the season like finale of that show is great. <laughs> I, I, I like, I watch it now and I'm, once I had my daughter, all my emotions kind of just came to the surface. Like I'm like a raw nerve. I cry over like everything anymore. Every time I watch that show, I cry. And I cry at the end of that show every single time without fail. Goosebumps and all. I'm like, fucking love that show. I, I gotta go watch it now. I don't have time, but I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> it's worth a rewatch. It is. It's funny. We've said nothing about this movie. I know, and I feel bad because I actually genuinely liked The Collector a lot, but we just, we tend to go off the rails. No, I like The Collector to actually kind of get on track because Matt's, Matt's just typing away and not even paying it's attention. pornography. You're such a perv. <laughs> Who else are my friends married to? Yeah. Um, I liked the fact, like, I, obviously I had, like, minor issues with it here and there, like, everything, like, cheesy things and all that stuff. But I liked the fact that we had minimal story, but enough story to understand what was going on. And then kind of, like, an unexplainable fucking creep who goes into people's houses after he cases them and tries to get one person. Now, he entered that house obviously to, I think, get that little girl. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he realized, well, this guy, well, he didn't even know for about 90% of that movie that that other Arkin was in the house, like letting these people loose. He, I guess the guy just thought like, wow, these are like pretty strong-willed people who are actually breaking out of barbed wire neck strains and all this other shit. Um, and then he realizes that this guy's in here. He's like, I want that motherfucker. 
Holy I, I shit, do you know what? What? I just realized I I downloaded the collector, but it was really the collection, which is why at the end it says the collection. Because I'm like, none of this. You didn't even watch this right movie. But I've seen I've seen this movie before, and that's why I'm like, man, this is weird. Because all of a sudden, at, at the beginning of the collection, they're at a party and everyone gets murdered. You're such a yes. Why is no one talking about? Hey, <laughs> fucking was supposed to be the right movie. So but if you knew how to spell, it wouldn't. It would have been. I will fight you. Well, obviously not with language. Have uh, no. <laughs> you ever no. seen Ghost Ship? Oh, yeah, shit. the best scene is when the thing snaps and it cuts everyone in half. The opening scene, right? The, it so the the collection opens not opens up with it, but it pretty early on the party scene that you're talking about yep. is just a massive slaughter of all of these people, and it reminded me of that scene of Ghost Ship. It's like how do we kill a bunch of people at once and make this completely gory thing? And that's what it is. And so I feel like it was a little bit. It was trying to up the ante too much. It was trying to impress you with like, oh, this guy is like killing a lot of people now as opposed to the intimacy of what the collector is, which is small family trying to go with it. But I think what happens in the collector affects what happens in the collection because now people know about him. Yeah. It's not like we just found some random bodies and stuff. We have a, an idea that something's going on. It's like because Arkin had gotten out and told them and, and gave them some insight into it and because a girl got away, um, it it forced the collector to up his game and just say, well, fuck it. I'm just going to like get whatever I want. And in this, he is, obviously he's done a lot of work uh, by the time the collection comes around because it is literally, there is a collection. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a movie called The Cell with Jennifer Lawrence. Great movie. And, yeah, and, and Vincent Offer. We might want to do that at some point. Eventually. But, when she's in D'Onofro's dreams in that movie, that reminded me of what the collection is. Uh, but the collector itself, it's it's still small and intimate. And I think that, and which is a weird way to say, it, it's like a candlelit dinner where people are getting murdered all over the place. But it's the idea of the traps and stuff. It's a little ridiculous. It's over oh, the yeah. top. Um, but at least it it feels like. As the stuff is going on, you feel the anticipation. When they're wandering through the room, when the boyfriend and girlfriend are wandering through the room and they're just barely missing some of the traps, you're like, oh, shit. And then when stuff starts to happen to them and you see the traps actually happen, it's like, yeah, because it's a it's a payoff. It's like you 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 don't want them to get killed, but you're yeah. watching over, you're here to see people get killed. Mm -hmm. And then you get the actual payoff of these things when it when the events play out. And I think that that's what this movie is. It's a lot of anticipation that builds the suspense of it, but does pay off and oh, yeah. a good character arc for Arkin and gives you something to root for with the, the little girl in it and everything. So like, I, I think that's what makes it an approachable movie. Definitely. As opposed to just something like you're just going to watch people get slaughtered at sleepaway camp. Yeah. Speaking of which that movie. Oh, God. Scares the shit out of me. Honestly. Really? Here's the thing. I had no idea what that movie was, was about anything. And I forget who recommended, one of my friends recommended it to me to watch. And I'm going through that whole movie. And I'm like, who the fuck is killing all these people? I have my theories. And I'm pretty sure I know who it is. And then that fucking weirdo kid girl's face at the end with its like, like dick out like with that creepy like manic face i 
freaked out. I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? Because that was a curveball to the face that I did not expect at all. This you felt like got... What's that? It said you felt like Eddie Murphy. Uh, just just to be clear, we, are, we don't condone making fun of our trans friends. Uh, oh, no, look, not at all, but I was uh, just... 80s were a weird time. Um, and, and, and it's unfortunate that they keep treating, uh, treating transsexual, uh, transgendered, it's not transsexual anymore, uh, transgender people, uh, like they're psychopaths in films. Uh, I didn't even take it that way. I just, I'm just saying it because I'm an asshole a lot and I'll make weird jokes. Oh yeah. Disclaimer. I get it. Because like, you have to think like that kid was abused their entire life and they were made to believe that they were. A female and then they're walking around clearly like like they're genetic like um i don't want to use the wrong terminology you know what i'm saying they're not because they have boy parts it, it wasn't your choice so so in the case of of being trans is it's you're taking the the, the power to be who you are who yeah. you actually are and this is the opposite of that this is a person who was forced to be exactly. trans and they never wanted to be or or actually were it's just that they were mind fucked into being exactly. this person of, you're a girl you're a girl you're a girl you're a girl which is so that makes that movie so much more fucked up when you realize that ending because yeah. i think they don't i think they freeze frame the that like that kid's face at the end of it i can't remember yeah. and i was just like the expression was just so horrifying. That actress is amazing. I mean, yes. she's uh, incredible. Yeah, that, that picture is like synonymous with sleepaway camp. It's just the face. Yeah. yeah. And then unfortunately, she didn't come back for the sequels, but the sequels were terrible. They started Bruce Springsteen's sister. Wow. Uh, so fun bad. story. Never seen sleepaway camp. Oh, spoiler. Yeah, we, we ruined it. No, no we, there's a lot to it. There's There's some pretty interesting kills in that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those 80s movies that was was like the top shelf VHS. What are we going to watch on the weekend? Hey, um, Dad, can you rent this for us? Uh, yeah, I know. But fuck it. Just rent us for it. Rent it for us. Um, so it's up there with like, I spit in your grave. Of, yeah. of that. That's another one. Oh, fuck, how are we watching this? But it's 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 all right. It, yeah, it's definitely watchable. For shock yeah. value, if you go in it knowing absolutely nothing, it, it will surprise you. The shit out of you at the end. Yep. Do, do we need? Do we have anything else to say about the collector? No, I liked it. I mean, I could talk about the collection because that's apparently what I watched. No, you're irrelevant. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you watched the wrong movie. I didn't realize it was the wrong movie. I should have just, yeah. You should just be ashamed of yourself. It, always. It's funny I, that he, I'm like, it, it's kind of annoying because I mean, clearly it was the same killer and everything. I just didn't realize it was the. A different well, actually, movie. I have a question. In the collection, do they go into who he is or anything at all? Nope. He's still just completely. Yep, they don't show his face either. Okay. And there's even a scene at the end where he's unmasked. Yeah, with the main character, and you still don't see his face. Yeah, he's unmasked in the collector too. Oh, it's been so long. I won't know. But I mean, around, which is, I think important to it. It it keeps it keeps you afraid of this guy because he could be absolutely anybody. But they do reveal who he is 
to a, a less than limited degree yeah. uh, off of like his occupation, how, how he gets tracked down. Yeah, he's like an exterminator. And like you, if you go back and watch it from the beginning, like you can see like a guy that's slender who has a mask on that Arkin talks to. And then you're assuming like, yeah, that's probably him. Yeah. Yeah. At the, I mean, at the end of the collection, they clearly like, it, it clearly shows that there's going to be a third one. Yeah. And they never do. When which... did the collection come out? Like what year? 2012. Oh, yeah. That's three year so, difference. Probably never going to happen. No. No, unfortunately. Even if you Google it, it doesn't really, like, nothing's come yeah. up, which sucks. But you, even if you got, like, a backstory, but maybe because I always complain about how I watch movies and I don't have answers. Like, maybe it's better with not knowing who it is or yeah. never knowing how they got started. I mean, that's kind of why I like this movie a lot. I like movies like that. Like, there's, I think me and you, me and you, Matt, talked about uh, The Strangers quite a bit and then Strangers, like, Pray at Night and stuff like that. I, lo I love The Strangers. The Strangers is one of my favorite horror movies because it's like you have these sadistic, crazy, methodical killers but there's really no rhyme or reason why they're picking these people. It's just nope. because it's a game to them. And that's literally it. Like with the collector, he obviously spends a lot of time. Like the game to him is casing these people out, figuring out how he's going to torture them, in what ways, what his traps are going to be. And then he has his main target that he's going to try and save until the end. Now he couldn't find that, find that little girl, excuse me, because she was hiding so well. But, you know, then eventually, like, she, like, banged on the door. And that's the only reason why he, like, looked up. Like, you could see his silhouette, like, when Arkin makes his way out of the house, finally. She's banging on the window at him. And you see his silhouette, like, looking up, like, right the floor above him directly. Like, she's right there. And he's just, like, beelining it to her. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's creepy. And I love the thing they did with his eyes to kind of make him animalistic or bug-like. Like, with that reflecting like with light going in them. I thought that was really creepy. That could be like a tactic that he wears to intimidate his victims or whatever like liberties they took with that. But I love, I loved it. I, th I thought it was good. I would watch it again. I watched it twice. Cause my husband, I was talking to my husband about it and we actually watched it last night. So in prep for this too. Overachiever. Yeah. Well, well she, you can't call an overachiever because she just, watch the right fucking movie yeah i watched the movie twice where you didn't even watch it right th once so. although i am impressed with matt because matt doesn't usually make it even to the end credits and he got to the end credits on the movie that he did watch so that that's a lot of effort for him uh, true that was a full day a full day work right there was there even like an, an ending scene like an additional ending scene at the end of the credits because there is in the collector so it says the collection and then the credits roll so oh, gotcha. i did Never not mind. watch the credits Never mind. Never mind. because in the collector there's like at the very end once the uh credits go all the way through you just see him sitting on the box that arkin is in and he's going through like a slideshow and just looks like pictures of houses maybe houses that he was casing or he's going to case and arkin you know or it turns out he's he suddenly decided i'd rather be in one of the sinister movies <laughs> oh, the first yeah, one was he... so good the second was not good Wait, which one? Which one's sinister? Because I mix that up with another movie all the time. Which is sinister. um Kevin Bacon? Nah. What's the one with Ethan? Um, Ethan Hawke. Maybe it is Ethan Hawke. Is it? Is it where he finds that th that uh like box in his uh, oh, yeah. attic? Yeah, yep. you're right. I 
loved that movie until they showed the fucking thing the so demon, whatever it is there was there was like a reddit creepypasta that is almost the exact same story uh, I and I at this point I don't recall what it was but I remember being really excited for this movie because it was so close to like what that reddit creepypasta was mm-hmm. and then they made the second one and the second movie is garbage it's like all about the kids and it's just it's really bad well good news creepypasta fans is we're getting another goddamn slender man movie yeah, yeah I saw what that. the fuck it. and it's i mean recognition because of the the crimes and stuff so it's nasty. they they sentenced that chick or they're they're still trying to figure out if one she's of them insane. i think yeah well they're trying to figure out if the other one's insane so they can't decide. They can't bear what to do with her until they figure out if she's crazy or not. It's what are, it's it's a, it's very hard to prove someone someone's sanity. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, um, I read court dockets all the time, and I've never seen once where that actually worked. It doesn't how, because how most people like boring. It, I mean, it's my it's actually my actual day job. Um, it can get boring, mm-hmm. but. Like when I do it for research for a case, like it's a little bit more fascinating, but like my day job, you know, it it gets a little tedious because it's basically just people with DUIs and stuff like that. It's rarely anything like nefarious. I mean, that's horrible in and of itself, but like, that's literally what I see over and over again. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I mean, my opinion, they were sane. They knew what they were doing. I mean, if you go back to when you were, I, I think they were like, what, 12 and 13 when they committed that crime. They were really young. Mm-hmm. I will reveal something that's very embarrassing. When I was 12 or 13, I, I was obsessed with like the Blade movies. And I thought like, the, do you remember like those like vampire glyph things? I yeah. thought those things were boss. I was like, everybody should have a vampire glyph. Maybe I'll design my own. Never really panned out because I can't draw. But those were like the things that I thought about. So, like, if I had creepy pasta when I was a kid because I was a weirdo and I still am, like, yes, kids kind of dive into those weird places where they believe in those things to a degree. Mm-hmm. Now, these girls, they went, obviously, a few steps too far, but they knew what they were doing. They knew right from wrong. I don't the thing about sanity is I think it's the same thing as like being on the spectrum is that everybody's on the spectrum. It's just where you land on it. And yeah. I think sanity is one of those things that you can't really define because we're all a little wacky. Yeah. We all have our moments. It, if you've ever just gone, just headed way off the fucking rails for no reason, if you just screamed at somebody for no reason, once you're like, where the hell did that come from? You know, sometimes we just, we have our moments. It, obviously, there's there's having your moment and then there's stabbing somebody and leaving them in the woods yes that, yeah that, like i don't care if you're insane you are obviously a danger you can't take care of yourself you can't be out in public around normal people because look there's sharp things everywhere so maybe you don't rot away in prison and i think the way that we have prisons in this country is fucked up anyways yeah. uh they shouldn't ever be for profit but when we talked about Cropsy way back when, we talked about what it was like for people who were quote unquote insane and the quote unquote hope they were getting by just going around the place and, and not getting fed and not getting taken care of. It's like we haven't done a great job in any regard no. to keeping people safe or keeping people in prison. It's like it's just one fucked up thing after another for us. So I kind of go back to the idea of culling 
of um it's not so much the death penalty is just like hey this that australia is a whole bunch of fucking island of whack jobs uh so we're just gonna send it over there so it's a prison island that it's not the worst thing in the world you know that's that's why i assume we're, we're trying to populate mars it, there was the scene in the one of the hitchhiker's guide uh, books where they were sending out three ships and one of the ships was all the the wealthy and aristocratic people and stuff and the other ship was all the artists and the creatives and stuff and the third ship was like the the phone sanitizers and the people who just had like the the just no inherent value and so uh, arthur and, and ford land on the ship and they're talking to these people and they're ship number two and like so you haven't heard from ships one and three in a while no no but but it's all okay we're all going to the same place it's like but y'all launched together right well we launched first but then the the first ship was coming right after us and then that last ship because they're creatives they all slept in so they come and it's like so the people with all the money and power are on one ship and then the people who all have like an actual social value are on another ship and it's just you guys here and it's like sometimes i think ship two Maybe maybe that's what we should be we should be building. And maybe I'm on ship two. Maybe that's me. Like I, I I'm not gonna overvalue myself. I'm fine being a fucking middle of the road person. I enjoy it. It, it. it allows me to podcast. Am I making value podcasting? No, it's not like I'm writing movies. It's not like I'm fucking Anthony Rouse or PJ or, or there's people who are actually creative. I'm just you're fucking talking on my ass most of the time. So yeah, put me on ship two. That's fine. I'll be at least on my own, you know, with my own kind. Fuck. Fuck. Damn, I've never seen Corey so fired up. I know. I love it. That that break, you know, did you guys good? You're rested. You're ready to go. Like a baby tonight. I know. He has like he's stacked up his soapboxes. <laughs> he is awesome. I love it. <sighs> Where are we? What's happening? <laughs> what is happening? I noticed it's dark outside behind me now. It is. So that's. I just assumed you put it and the walls steamed up. Shit out your broccoli. It's still in there. <laughs> it's still oh, trying. Man. Yeah. Just a little it's broccoli still that could. Fighting with that peanut butter burger. <laughs> now I have to eat a peanut butter burger just to gross really, someone out. It is, man, when I started my job four years ago, I, I just got into my head like, I really want a peanut butter burger. Where can I find one of these? And I went and I searched on Yelp, and it turned out that some place in town had just started serving them. And I went that day and had one for lunch. And it, it it's not life changing, because uh, it's not like I have a lot going on. Ship to, but I'm just saying it was really fucking good. And I've had quite a few of them over a track since then. Uh, filled up my my buy twelve get another free burger, you fat motherfucker card again. Uh, so just treat yourself, man. Just just treat yourself. Do it. Okay. <laughs> I get Matt Yo, Katie. His arm. All right. Um. Hey, Corey. I don't remember how we start to end the show. All right. So here's the thing. Oh, we have to rate it. <laughs> yeah, we do. All right. Cool. I, I just remember that part. I guess Erica has to go first. Erica gets to go first. Wait, do you guys do like, you could do it out of five, right? Zero to five. Yeah, I'm lazy these yeah. days. I'd give it a four. 
I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed like the creepiness value and like the thrilling parts, like the heart pumping parts. So I give it a four. Corey. I'm probably gonna go 3.5. I I I think it's a decent enough movie, but I scored up a little bit just because there was something extra there that I, I think a lot of these types of movies, especially from 2009, were missing. Uh, if this was made today with the sensibilities of what we're at with horror right now, they could probably do more with it. It, it, it could probably be a higher quality or it should just be a shit stain. I don't know. But at this point in time, uh, better than average. I'm going to give the wrong movie a three. Because... <laughs> It's not as good as the first. Yeah, the or, second one is so probably, since I don't think we'll ever need to discuss it, it's probably a 2.5 for me. It's definitely middle of the road. I yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah, you know. I'm not saying don't waste your time, because if you enjoyed the first one, just to get a little bit more story with it, I think is is all right. Yeah, I'll check it out. I mean, you don't, you don't get any more story. You just see more murder. You do see more murder, but it is... It continues with some of the characters from the first one, and it's it's doing something yeah. else. It's not the escape the house. Um, it's it's more of a rescue mission. Okay. Uh, it it it's it's a little space marine kind of shitty, but overall, if you like the first one, go ahead and watch the second one, knowing that it's not going to be as good, but it's not just going to ruin what you enjoyed of the first one. All right. That's fair. What Corey said. Oh, Jesus, shut up. <sighs> God damn it. I'm trying to run a show here. You're making me look like an asshole in front of my internet friends. All three of them? Two oh, of them are right God. here. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to kill you. No. Corey, can you please read the fucking outro so I can get away from this asshole? Yeah, so um, I talked a little bit earlier about how uh, I don't drink anymore. I don't go to parties, and it, it, part of it is is that I'm older. But also, I have social anxiety, and I know uh, you, uh, our listener, probably have some social anxiety, and and you don't you don't like to go to parties either. But you know, uh, a couple weeks ago, your friend Chris called you up and said, "Hey, there's going to be this party. You should go." And you you tried to truck your way out of it, but eventually you went. You went and you guys showed up and you you hugged the wall for a little while and you you stressed out. But after an hour or two, you started to loosen up and Chris got you a drink and you had it and you were going to nurse it. But then it just kind of like went on from there. What the fuck is happening? Got a a little fucked up and it's okay. It's okay to go and have a good time. So you, you wound up loosening up. You guys laughed. You had fun. You got a little too drunk. You left, you walked out, and you and Chris walking back to her car. You maybe weren't paying enough attention. You were you were not at your full capacity. And so you didn't realize what was going on when the arm came up and your mouth got covered, and then you felt a blunt pain in your side and then fire, and you started shaking, and then you were down on the ground. And and you woke up. You woke up in the trunk of Chris's car and you felt somebody else there that you think is Chris but you can't tell if she's breathing and you can't tell who's driving but 
you know that wrong. What is and, happening? And you try to scream out, and no one can hear you because someone is blasting the radio. And what they're blasting <laughs> probably this podcast, because that's how you would have had to heard of us without actually finding it yourself. So uh, fuck? <laughs> when when this all plays out, I want you to know it's gonna be okay. <laughs> you're, you're gonna be okay. We're we're going to find you. We're going to find you and we're going to bring you home. And when we do, I want you to know that you can find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, <laughs> any of your favorite podcatchers. And uh, and and we hope that you'll listen to us of your own accord. But if if the person who took you is listening, <laughs> I want you to know you can you can let them go right now. You can let them go and nobody will know you can get away clean. All right. Just let them free and it'll be okay. You can walk. But if you don't, if you do not let them go, then please consider using our affiliate link at amazon.podcastofterra.com and you can order tools, uh, gardening supplies, whatever you want. Don't have them delivered to where you've got the bodies because uh, that's ridiculous. You can have drop off spots like at your local Safeway where they will bring your Amazon packages to you and it helps the show. Uh, you motherfucker, we hope you die, but we could use a little bit of that. Uh, so yeah, wow. that's where you, that's I don't use social media. I don't need to kind of hate in my life. Uh, but Matt, where can people stalk you if they decide to kill you after this? I don't know what just happened. He told a story, dumbass. It was, oh, it was just very... Where can people find you, Matt? Find me on Twitter and Instagram, and then tap to Emma the lifeguard. I didn't understand a word of that. Good. Well, it's okay. I follow you on everything anyway. Until I'm blocked uh, after this. Except untapped, because you don't. You're not on my level with drinking. No, but my husband could. <laughs> Tell Dan Dan the ice cream man to follow me. Maybe Matt I will. the lifeguard. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. D Erica, I don't, I don't really give a shit. No one cares about Erica and her stupid show. <laughs> Asked her three times what the fuck it was about. Not once did she answer it. My show, True Crime. I've been on this show multiple times. People I know. know, but it doesn't. Maybe someone randomly decided that they're going to listen to episode one hundred and thirty-two for the first time. What you're drunk dog? of heart. That's my point. Anyway, you find me at Apex and Abyss on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. I'm everywhere. Just Apex, Apex and Abyss. Type it in. You can find me somewhere. And if you haven't listened to her show, obviously it is on a, a break right now, but there is a ton of content available. Uh, it's it's not like where, where we started out when we were doing news every other episode. Um, it is evergreen and it is worth your time to listen. That's beautiful. I like that. It's evergreen. Corey is a lyrical genius. He should be a rapper. I got goosebumps with that, Corey. A little, little misty-eyed too. Wow. Corey, where can people find you? Uh, I don't social media anymore. Fuck Twitter. Okay. Are you really not on No, I'm on it. I just, I, I can't really endorse the Twitter or Facebook uh, paradigm right oh, now. Oh, I hate all of it, but it's a necessary evil. If and I don't, I don't want to like podcasting. Right. You know what? We have a good thing going here, people. You know, you can you can email the show. We're pot at gncast.com. And, and we would love to, to interact with you personally. But... You know, the, the fucking retweets, follows, all that stuff. It, 
I'm not taking away from anybody else who enjoys that. If if you if you've got a if you got a musically, um, you know, I I love you. I I want to encourage you to to find your audience and 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 build your your following and your friends. That's great. But I'm just right now. I feel like it's it's a it's a big mess and it's going to take some time to clean it up. We all need to take a look at how much it really affects us hunting for that like and 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 retweeting and and posting pages and shit like you can you can do whatever you want. I'm not going to I'm not going to hate on you for it, but just make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons, you know, mm -hmm. and if you share something, make sure it, it, it matters, make sure it's real, you know, or at least it's fucking funny. I, I'll, I'll take a joke, but otherwise, maybe maybe don't post the article that your friend posted because they didn't research it. And if you don't research it, you're just spreading more bullshit, you know, and you, you're better than that. I believe in you. Are you done? Well, no, you can also follow our page at Galactic Network. <laughs> Corey is on fire tonight. Yeah, I know. This is he's in rare form. I don't even know. I don't even know. I mean, I do know. But you don't. But I don't. Yeah, she's not wrong as much as I hate her. Oh, my God. That's recorded. What, that I hate you? <laughs> no, that you're not wrong. You said those words. That's basically you saying I'm right. And that's recorded. Oh, that's live. Yeah, and everybody can see it. Yeah, I'm just saying. Fine. I'm just saying. That's fine. We try to bring on people who are smarter than us. Hey, and Siri, hey, Siri delete everything about this episode. <laughs> The dumb, she doesn't, she never fucking listens. Well, you're talking to Siri to delete something that's on your computer, which is not an Apple device. No, I have a watch and a phone, you dill. That, that, what are you talking about? Who hurt you, Matt? Was it the broccoli? Erica. Erica did. She hurts my feelings. I'm not sorry about it. No, you shouldn't be. You really shouldn't be. I need to man up one of these days. Um, we, I, I know what we're doing for our next episode. I don't know when it's coming out, but I have an idea of when it's happening. Do we should I should we tell him, Corey, or not? Uh, it's not like that me. cool. I don't know. No, you know what it is. It's it's um Wolf Cop Grant. Oh yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Just we're gonna genuine do, excitement. I know. We're I, gonna do another Wolf Cop with Grant Hill. Grant Hill was actually on our first episode. It was just him and I. Yep, with one microphone. Because I'm a completionist. You um have that's you the, seen Wolf Cop? movie that hasn't come out yet the completionist and then the, the complete <laughs> where i just jizz all over matt's stomach Co completionist and the completionisms wow. jesus yeah. christ yeah we all need jesus in our life um especially you uh, yeah uh so another wolf cop with grant is coming up yeah i we're recording it in a couple weeks i don't know when it'll come out yet i haven't gotten that far all right so that's not necessarily the next episode? No, it's totally the next episode. Okay. So we might not be next week. It, it, oh, no, it totally won't be next week. It'll be... So the show might not be back next week? No, the show's not going to be back till September. Okay. I'm so confused no. right now. So you know what's really funny is when I recorded the intro, I made a comment about how we wouldn't be back till till early to mid-September, and I'm like, I should probably tell Corey about that. <laughs> Um, so the plan right now, we're recording with that, that episode with Grant at the end of this month. Uh, it'll probably come out early September, and then after the, the week following that, we'll probably be back. I haven't really had a chance to talk to you because I've been busy. You've been busy. 
Um, so let's just get it out right now. Then what is with the 40 dick pics I keep getting from you and Jack? I'm just getting you warmed up, baby. Jesus. I wouldn't say warm. <laughs> Eric was like, can we fucking end this? I want to go. Um, no, we probably should because it's late there and she's 100 years old. True. Yeah, I was like, I'm ready for bed and you're an hour ahead of me. So I can only imagine how you feel. Eh. God damn, you're old and I'm Nosferatu. <sighs> awesome well uh yeah that's gonna wrap it up so we'll be back eventually but uh yeah that'll do it for another episode of the podcast here we'll talk to you guys growly is yelling at us for not talking to him growly we love you i yeah Corey, say something nice so he uh scary growly no not we, i mean we want growly to be scary we want growly to be soft and fluffy like a bear well i don't know like what his stature but he's is. growly so he's like me so he's like Rawr. Wow. <laughs> Seriously, though, I gotta go to bed. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Or... Stay scary, everybody else. Bye.